0: Podcast. We're back here. Episode 11. We got an XXL edition here. We got, woof, we are rolling deep here. We got four, I guess you could probably say 4.75 uh, 4. dads here uh, right now. What's up, dude? We're here for yeah, the I, I, uh, I WrestleMania the, the, 39 the, the preview. Right there. One of our dads yeah. doesn't know yeah. how mute works. Um, <laughs> hey, Lane, will you put yourself on mute?
1: No, there there was a no, there's a spinning guy that was trying to like go to the back. Oh, Jesus <laughs> so. Christ, what an
0: intro. All right. This is the here's Lane. Yeah. Uh yeah. we got we got Matt here with us. This is a uh Think a heel deal <laughs> rad dad podcast crossover. Yeah. Um if you don't know, now you know the heel deal. A podcast that uh Paul yeah. Feinbaum once said was the Hunter Hearst Helmsley of Wrestling podcast. So Big deal. Glad to have those guys here. And, of course, we got York. We got Joe. We got the whole crew here. We are uh, live in full effect. WrestleMania 39 goes to Hollywood. We're in California. Two-night event. It is going to be jam-packed. We got two of the most esteemed wrestling experts here with us. We're going to dive right in here. All right. The guests have the floor first. So, Lane, Matt. Tell me, uh, you know, kind of what you're looking forward to the most and which storylines you think are going to steal the spotlight this weekend. Uh,
1: well, I mean, no, hey, Matt, you, Matt, you, no, no, no you, Yeah, you, you, definitely you, the, you the biggest storyline. first,
2: <laughs> first storyline, or the best storyline, obviously, is going to be anything to do with the bloodline, anything with Roman Reigns, anything with the Usos. You know, Roman Reigns yeah. going up against um, Cody Rhodes for the main event, mm-hmm. and then you got the Usos going up against – Amy Zane, the ex-Bloodline member and tag teaming with his old partner, Kevin Owens. I think yeah. those are obviously going to be the big ones. Um, you got a Hell in a Cell match. That's always good. Can't ever beat Hell in a Cell. Yeah. What about you, Lane? What you looking forward to?
1: I, I, honestly, I think the biggest um, thing to watch at WrestleMania is uh, Cena versus Austin Theory. Um, I'll be, I'll be, I, 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 you know i'll be honest with you my, my my son is so excited about it like seeing him wrestle or whatnot it's gonna be interesting to kind of see how it all shakes down or whatnot but i, I, I really do think that that's probably the it's the big shake all. down but yeah the the, sh- it's the first it's the first match of the show and no i mean it's good for us because like clinton doesn't want to stay very late for it and so oh yeah, um, but no and also with like Cody, i, I think the cody Rhodes deal is going to be pretty cool I, I yeah. really do. I, yeah. He, he's he's gonna get a strap out of it. Yeah. So that's it, a that's
0: th- a real like that's a real storyline, yeah. storyline. Like yeah, childhood friends, like grew up together, grew up in the business. Yeah. Like this is you know
2: Dusty Rhodes real, is Cody's dad, he trained yeah. Roman Reigns.
0: Real stakes yeah. on the line, like literally and figuratively, with uh their Scott. relationship out of the ring. So um York Joe, you guys got any Thoughts before we get into the card here? I wish Whoa. I did. I really don't. Well, tell
1: uh, you right the, now, only, I, the only
3: the only thing I, I've kept up with is the Roman Reigns, <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes kind of drama and everything kind of going into it. And I would say kind of – I've tried knowing that this podcast was coming up. I, I've been trying to watch a little bit more wrestling and everything, and uh, that just has been kind of the thing that, it, which I know it's obvious, but that's been the thing that's kind of stood out to me. Is kind of oh shit, like I've got to like, yeah. I've got to order this. I've got to, I got to watch this. That's the, that's last yeah. on
2: day two, right? Yeah, that's that's and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that
2: should be. I mean, that that should be kind of the everything.
0: co main event, correct? correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. I think this year, actually, this is the this is the main thing. Usually there is some kind of co-main event and something that's almost as big as the main event, or usually it's some kind of Legends match that overshadows the main event. And I think everything, especially for the last two years, this storyline is built to basically who's going to beat Roman Reigns. And honestly, until this weekend, yeah, I mean, on the old podcast we did, I always, anytime we picked, I said Roman Reigns, nobody's going to beat him. This is probably the first uh, that there's a legitimate person yeah. that might beat him.
1: No, I mean, he, like rumor, he's he's had this strap on for so long or whatnot, and so I I, I think it's due time. Industry and about it. And, and, and then like this man is not supposedly being involved right now, so I I, I think that he's
2: gonna. it. No, we legal. know he is. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so that's yeah. probably the biggest out of the ring yeah. storyline. This is Triple H's first event that he is headlining. He is in charge. Um, he's the man. Yeah. At- don't stand up. I know you don't have any pants on because i mentioned mentioned you mentioned
2: him twice now. you are kidding me.
0: I know that I've I've already gotten to the quota, but um, so that's a big big deal. Vince obviously stepping down. Uh Triple H taking control of the world wrestling entertainment. Uh is it incorporated?
2: Entertainment. It LLC? It's just entertainment. Okay.
0: Um so yeah. So let's get into it. Night one, uh, as Lane is on the move in O'Hare. Uh just, just took a yeah. lip snack out and threw it out. Um, so here we go. <laughs> United States Championship, Austin Theory the Champ. John Cena. I, 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 in th- it? Th- th- this isn't
1: even a question. Is John Cena it is just yeah. All right. So I no. just Cena.
0: Okay, let me let me set the stage and then I'll let you run with it. I'll hand you the ball. Yeah. Cena was set to appear on Raw ahead of WrestleMania. Most people thought no brainer. Everybody knows what the end result's going to be. Yeah, theory confronts him, lays out the challenge, you know, in front of everybody. Cena refuses and then runs him down on the mic, telling him, "Yeah, hey, yeah. you're not,
1: you,
0: you're not ready for this." So by the end of that, he agreed to the match. Um, what do you, Lane, as the resident John Cena, stand? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen here?
1: Um, I, I honestly, I, I think I think Cena is gonna try to put Austin Theory over, which is probably gonna be surprised to Matt on Mm-mm, this no. statement or whatnot. I, Bro, I really oh, do think, that from that, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I really do think because I mean, Austin Theory is the biggest John Cena thing on earth, and um, I, I can see Cena somehow or another like putting him over. I, I really do. Cena, yeah, what
2: Cena what, 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 what do you point, think? Cena at this point. Benefits nothing from a win. He's one of those guys that yeah. if he loses, nothing about him goes down. He doesn't win any credibility. Yeah. Nobody thinks, oh, he sucks. Like his job at this point is to put younger guys over. And yeah, I, I mean, that, that is that's absolutely nice. what's yeah. going to happen here. I think it's going to be a yeah. really good match. Uh, he was pretty rusty the last time he was in the ring. So I don't know how long of a match this will be, but Theory is very yeah. good in the ring. So he could, honestly, he could carry Cena for probably about 20 minutes. But I think yeah. ultimately, uh, Austin Theory is going to win this and it kind of, because they're trying to build him up right now, and what better way to build somebody than a w- clean win over Cena?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, the WWE actually needs to really like put him over because Austin Theory—he's he, a great wrestler.
2: Yeah, at this and point, like, if you like, lose loses like, Cena. Yeah, what? Where do you yeah. go from
1: here? And honestly, like, like going back to Clinton or whatnot, like Clinton loves Austin Theory. I don't know why, but he loves him, and so <laughs> he's a new. I Cena. mean, it, it, he's a new Cena, and so yeah, yeah.
2: They're at least trying it's, to make him, it, yeah. yeah.
0: Matt, I think you make a great point because Cena at this point is forty five. He's one yeah. of the all time greats. He in the ring, no, outside he, the he, ring, he, he, he
1: is not all the all time great. He is the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, he, hey, he doesn't he doesn't have anything. That. Yeah. He doesn't have anything left yeah. to prove.
2: Yeah, everybody's going to yeah. love him no matter what. Yeah. So um, Cena is one of those guys. If he loses to an Austin Theory, he's right yeah. where he was. But he also is yeah. believable enough. He could come in and. They'd put the title on him that night. You'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, he, uh, again, he's yeah, enjoy, enjoy the, the, these last few times you can get seen in the ring is kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. It's like he's probably close to being done. Just, yeah. just have fun and enjoy it. Even if he doesn't win, who cares? Yeah, he's um, still no, I mean, is, he's
2: good enough shape yeah. now. He comes in once a year, wrestles, pulls the Undertaker thing, wrestles yeah. at Mania, SummerSlam. Yeah. That's all you need from seeing at this point. So he's almost uh, like
3: kind of like a, in a Tiger Woods situation where he's going to play the majors, yeah, and come out there and kind of do his thing and kind of almost support point, the sport, yeah. yeah. Most,
2: yeah. The, the biggest comparison yeah. I could probably make is like, you know, this is a different, corpor- you know, different wrestling promotion, but AEW got Jericho over there, and he, I mean, he doesn't put over people as much, <laughs> but at this point, if he's losing, it's not you're not like oh gosh he sucks now. It's just you know he's, yeah. he's putting the younger guys over. He, He's probably lost. Does nothing for him.
0: Chris Jericho is probably one of the most dad wrestlers right now. Like his, his yeah. dad bod is next level. Yeah, he still yeah. he still can get it done. <laughs> yeah, well, he can. I'm, I'm, still- I'm, I'm I'm
1: I'm telling you right now, Adam York's dad bod is non-existent because he, he looked like John Cena said on freaking program.
2: <laughs> there it is. I, pa- I apologize <laughs> um, for using AEW on a WWE-centric <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. We next thing again. Next thing you're gonna do is bring up NXT or something. Um, <laughs> is, is it bad to be entertained by AEW? Because yeah. I've actually yeah.
3: been watching that a little bit lately. Yeah. No, not at all.
1: No, it, no,
3: It's entertaining.
1: Awesome. Yeah.
2: I follow very, it casually very, very on yeah. social media, and if my brother yeah. shoots me a text is like, hey, you need to check this match out, I'll definitely yeah. check it out. But yeah. I'm I am a WWE loyalist and I will I will be watching that hey, forever. A, a, amen to that too. Uh,
1: I yeah, was gonna it's, mention
0: it's that. Too. I feel like I feel like there's no beef there with like Merging companies, like I feel like yeah. a lot of WWE people like yeah. what AEW does.
2: It's it's a different yeah. crowd for sure. It's a different crowd. It's more kind of people that like indies and and more wrestle centric stuff. There's a lot more yeah. wrestling on that show, whereas WD, WWE is storyline driven and they have kind of a. They have a plot line, whereas AEW is just throw some guys out there and put on really good matches. Well yeah, the, the, match- the mic work in the AEW sucks. I will say yeah. that much. It's not – Yeah, there's no storyline. Not- they really have no direction as far as who's carrying their title. They kind of got a good program going right now, with MJF, but um, they never really – there's not just like an end game for anything. Yeah.
0: So what you're saying is like WWE is more SEC, AEW is more like Sunbelt?
2: Ooh, they're better than <laughs> Sunbelt, but –
0: Okay, so like American?
2: I would say they're probably honestly they're probably Big Ten at this point because they think that they're Ooh. right there at the at the level. Joe yeah, loves like the Big Ten. Solid.
1: Yeah,
3: so yeah. I said that, that makes sense,
0: man. Three yards, hey, so that's a. Dust. Do you know where That's a, a, is? Can't
1: believe Yeah, yeah. Lane, All
2: right, thank You yourself when you're talking to Jesus? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like yeah. Lane being Tom Hanks sucking an airport is the best gimmick going right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, hey, that's... No, when we're, we're, now we're Matt, talking about AAW, like wrestlers or whatnot, Matt Cardona is going to return to yeah. WrestleMania. This He's this a, podcast
0: he, yeah. is off to a rolling yeah. start, and I can't wait to see it on YouTube with, with yeah. what Lane's got going on. Matt, that's honestly... I'm the baggage claim. That's honestly a great pull there about oh, Big yeah. Ten, because... As sure. you know, the Final Four gets going this weekend. The Big Ten has not yeah. won a national championship in basketball since the year 2000.
1: Wow. Hey, hey,
0: guys, I'm out. I You're appreciate out? it. I
1: appreciate right. the hey, love. Lane, One more.
0: Yeah. What's your What's your What's your hottest take for WrestleMania
1: 39? Matt Cardona is going to come back. He's going to win the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> <season>. You shouldn't <laughs> better asking him that. You should And been then there. like, and then like, going to come back somehow. He's going to make a lot pop. Like, it's going to be, like, it's going to be, like, um out of New York, like, being a crook. You know, like, bigger of so,
2: that's, that's War Games.
1: Whoa, whoa.
2: There, there you are. Yeah, yeah, there
1: you are. All right. <laughs> All, right
0: bye, Love All right, you. Oh, see you All right, after. buddy. Be All good. All right. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was an all-time Ooh. performance right He's there. Still
0: on. <laughs> he still hasn't hung up. There he goes.
3: All right. I love it. That was like, I feel like that was like gonzo journalism, like something like just, Yeah. I mean, just in your face,
2: like we were real life there. That was What surreal. did we think was going to happen? Yeah, Lane he looked like Lane lived he, looked like he was expectations. That was awesome. He looked like a Wall Street Journal reporter in the Middle East. I was hoping somehow he had found an Applebee's in the airport. <laughs> he was like, oh, sweet, I found it. Oh, God, yeah. So I, I kept waiting it. on him
0: to be like, hey, there's a Chili's 2 in here. All right, uh, next on the card, I love – last time we did Heel Deal, Matt, I we probably talked about the women's matches more. Because we talked about how they're way more technical, a lot of excitement with the actual wrestling. Um, yeah. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, Ray Ripley. Uh, Ripley was the, the head honcho. She was the number one seed to win the Women's Royal Rumble match and uh, got it done. Got it done. First woman to ever do it. Set the record longest performance in a traditional women's Rumble match en route to winning that one. Big deal. Um, officially challenged Charlotte Flair uh, the next night, and um, here we are. So,
1: mm,
2: so this, this one, one will be this will be interesting because um, the year that the the COVID WrestleMania happened, they wrestled, and it was weirdly uh, Charlotte won the Royal Rumble that year, and rather than challenging for the I guess the two main women's championships, the WWE or the Raw or SmackDown, when she challenged. Rhea Ripley, who is in NXT, which is kind of like the minors of, um, of WWE, and she did it because it was the only championship that she hadn't won yet or she wanted it. And she uh, she took down R- Rhea Ripley, and it was, a re- it was a really good match. And I think this time Rhea Ripley is going to get her revenge. I think she's going to take her down on this one. I think so it's going to be a good match. Both of, them any, are, both of them can go.
0: Any chance of interference from Dab? In the Charlotte Flair corner?
2: No, I think or is that well, too hokey. I think it's I think that Charlotte actually has not enjoyed her dad being involved. I think she likes kind of doing her own thing, like even just reading stuff from outside of the ring. I think she kind of wants to, obviously including the Flair name, where's the robes, all that you know makes you think about Rick. But I think she and she's um, the baby face in this match, whereas last time Rhea Ripley was kind of the, the baby, baby face and she was the heel. Um, so I don't think Rick's gonna get involved and he kind of hadn't been the picture in a while either. So, and they've kind of built Rhea Ripley as this dominant force that, you know, I guess is better this time around has kind of learned her lesson. And I just don't see a scenario. I mean, you never know with WWE, they always swerve people, but I can, I don't see a scenario where Rhea Ripley loses. It'll be a good match too.
3: I mean the the Royal Rumble was incredible. I got like non-wrestling people just to watch that. Oh and she best. was just so entertaining. I mean, that's it's better absolutely than mania killed it. It's
2: yeah. better than mania as far as like you said, a casual fan just watching. You know, have yeah. rumble parties, you know, something's yeah. happening every two minutes. It's the easiest um, introduction into wrestling. For sure. It is if you're trying to get somebody into wrestling, I would you get in and watch the Royal Rumble. But yeah, yeah, she she killed it at the Rumble.
0: Yeah, I saw um I was looking at the athletics. They did a deep dive into their preview made predictions. I saw Richard Deitch interviewed Ray Ripley for his podcast and he agrees with you. He thinks that she's going to take it here and um yeah. They're going to they're going to continue. This is going to be a long-standing rivalry, so. For
2: sure. I was going to say cuz usually usually feuds like this they, you know, usually culminate at WrestleMania and it's usually the the babyface going over and it kind of ended the because that's the thing. Anytime a babyface is chasing the heel champion, it's always better story. Like a babyface having the championship is kind of boring. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it has been forever. It's always better when the babyface is trying to get the get the belt. But this time around, I, th- I I would think most most wrestling fans would probably want Rhea Ripley going over in this. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um next. This is weird going solo, not bouncing off a lane. <laughs>
0: Uh, Undisputed Tag Team Championship: Usos, the champs, taking on Sami Zayn and KO. Um, now they've had their issues with the Bloodline, but um, you know, weird, interesting dynamic here because Jay Uso stood by Zayn after he fell. Um, you know, had the falling out with the group. Took a while. Um, Took
2: a while. He had to win Sam. He had to win Kevin Owens back.
0: Yeah, um, but now they're they're reunited. Longtime friends, you know, they, you know, big Ari gold energy. They hugged it out, bitch. Um, so, as expected, that leads us here to this title match. Um, do, do you think they finally can get one over the bloodline, or do you think uh, the Usos
2: keep I the do. strap? I think, and we'll talk about it later, obviously, but I think that this WrestleMania is kind of setting up for the downfall of the bloodline. I think... I think that Sami Zayn – Sami Zayn, honestly, other than Roman Reigns, has carried WWE for the last probably eight or nine months. His involvement with the bloodline was a joke to start off with. You know, he kind of inserted himself into the group, and it's like they almost – he was such an afterthought, they didn't even think to kick him out or make him go away. He kind of slowly built up momentum, helped them out, and then the fans actually liked him and – you know, WWE has always kind of proven if the fans are behind it, they're going to keep pushing it. And his involvement with the bloodline was great. And it became a point where he was getting so popular, he was taking eyes away from Roman Reigns. They kind of played it up on TV. You know, Roman was getting jealous of it and all that, making Sammy prove his loyalty. And they eventually – Sammy's actually the one that turned on them, but he was kind of pushed towards it. And they made him pay, beat him down. And they'd been beating on Kevin Owens for two years. So, again, more callbacks, more storyline. And uh, Sami Zayn got kicked out of the bloodline, had to kind of prove to Kevin Owens that they could be trusted again. And I think this whole WrestleMania has built it up for the bloodline all going down. And I think that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens kind of cap off Sami Zayn's storyline with a win. All right. We got –
1: man –
0: Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, not as not as fun now, because Logan's brother has already taken an L, so he doesn't get to run around and act like a fucking loser.
2: Um, <laughs> I think they tried so, to bring him in for a minute, and it just it didn't it didn't take like everybody thought it would. So he's been gone ever since.
0: Well, see, in, in the WWE, he wouldn't be pulling the strings. He wouldn't be in charge of who he fights as much. So
2: <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't yeah. wrestle against like Doink the Clown, and <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't fight Ric Flair. The Bushwhackers, right yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny what happened when he actually boxed someone that was young and knew what they were doing. Um,
2: <laughs> and that guy wasn't even that good either. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> no. Um. All right, so celebrity
0: appearances. It, it's it's gonna happen. WrestleMania, they always have them.
2: WWE um, loves them.
0: Now I haven't seen him fight as much, but I do know you've said it, Lane said it. I've heard other people that watch wrestling have said that Logan Paul is actually surprisingly
2: Logan Paul can soft. go. Every match he's been involved in, he has done incredible. Say what so, you would about him as a person, um, he can go. That's what, what I heard. I heard that, like he right away like fits fits mm-hmm. the mold, like
4: was made for that.
2: Oh yeah, incredibly, yeah. incredibly athletic. The way yeah. he's already kind of a heel, anyways, in person, it just translates. Perfectly in wrestling. Was it, is he um, as
4: naturally gifted coming into it as Ronda Rousey was? Uh,
2: I would say probably more because Ronda is oh, sarcasm. Not, she's awful. <laughs> Ronda is not a good t- Ronda. Ronda could probably destroy in real life. Any woman in that company. Oh, Of course, maybe. And then, uh, but she's not a great talker, which has always been her downfall is which wise like fans have kind of turned on her. Cause she, you know, she couldn't talk her way out of a paper bag, but no. she can go in the ring. Whereas Logan Paul could go and he can talk and he knows that the crowd loves to hate him and plays it up. So he's, he's a perfect heel.
0: I, I was reading a couple previews and I did see somebody said that <laughs> he's knocked out Seth Rollins a couple of times with a single punch. Yeah. That's, that's sang- his big
2: gimmick is that the, you know, it could change it in an instant. One punch is all it takes.
0: Yeah, his, his prowess as a boxer,
2: uh, you know. Yeah, and, and he's not even the boxer in the family, which makes no it, sense. Yeah.
3: Whatever I works. That's, that's air quotes for people listening uh, just in audio format. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, you'll see it on YouTube, but yeah, for the, for the audio <laughs> medium folks, yeah, I was doing so air
2: quotes. This one, this one to me is probably the hardest call because Seth Rollins has a ton of momentum right now. His, his new gimmick He kind of started off as like a a Joker kind of guy, just crazy and, you know, chaotic. And that, along with his theme song, he's got, like, it's a very easy-to-sing-along theme song so the crowd does it like crazy, and they'll do it for five minutes into his matches. So he's got a ton of momentum. But I know just from how WWE has operated over the years and just from reading stuff online, like, Logan Paul will probably be here for the long term, probably the next year to two years, and they've got to sell tickets to other big events. I can see Logan Paul beating Seth Rollins and doing something crazy at SummerSlam, you know, that involves the championship. But I could also see Seth Rollins winning because Seth Rollins has been in WWE. This is, I think, it's his tenth WrestleMania. He's beating everybody. He's beating Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, everybody, and. It's hard to call. Like, I could see them putting Seth Rollins over, but I could easily see Logan Paul doing something dastardly at the end of the match to to cheat and get one over on Seth. If Seth is going to win clean, if Logan Paul wins, he's going to cheat, and they'll continue, they'll continue to wrestle each other.
0: Yeah, because the one thing that I keep coming back to is, you know, Logan Paul came back from injury, surprisingly, in the He's, Royal he Rumble, his
2: and he was back in like three months.
0: Yeah, I mean he was he was he was on that uh, like he a Mario Rogers athletics. treatment. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he comes back, eliminates
2: Seth Prime drink, got him back.
0: <laughs> yeah, he eliminates Seth Rollins from Royal Rumble. Um, so I feel like this might be one where Rollins gets it, and the the feud just keeps going.
2: It's actually um, going to be a very good match because. From what I've read, the, one of the biggest reasons Logan Paul matches have been so good is because they practice them and practice them and practice them. And Seth Rollins is top ten wrestler in the entire industry. Logan Paul is athletic, and if they're caretaking and and making sure Logan Paul looks good and everything, this is going to be a good match.
0: All right, um, kind of power through here for night one, kind of speed it up. Uh, so lightning round here, Matt. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Oh, uh, no brain. When you I got le-
2: you got legends involved,
0: dude. I saw this on the card and I was like, "Oh, this took me back to like middle school homeroom."
2: <laughs> yeah. Lita <laughs> and Trish Stratus. Yeah, yeah. there's a, there a lot of conversations. Trapper Keeper. There is <laughs> a lot of conversations at the lunch table about this <laughs> too. Um. Yeah. There's no way that uh, Trish, um, Lita, and Becky Lynch lose. Not a chance.
0: Do you think that's for storyline purposes, or they're just not technically efficient enough at this, this
2: point. Um, The other three, Bailey and uh, the rest of what is, I think damage control is what, yeah, yeah, that's what they're calling themselves now. Um, They're all fine. They're all good. Uh, um, The other two members held the women's tag team title. So they've been built as, you know, formidable people, but I mean, legends at WrestleMania hardly ever lose. Especially those two. Those two are about as beloved as it gets when it comes to legends, especially in the women's division. And then Becky Lynch is, she's one of those people that could do no wrong if they're Do you think they win? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. Becky Lynch and then one.
0: I hate to power through this one because, man, heartstrings. Very excited for this one. Dominic Mysterio, Ray Mysterio, long build up to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray left Raw for SmackDown to get away from his son. Now it's an official challenge at WrestleMania 39. Ray initially declined. And then, um, you know, you had the father-son Beef. He calls him out. Um, you had the whole, you know, Ray smacked him at uh, at SmackDown, literally and figuratively, and then uh, accepted the challenge. So what do we... What do we think here? We think father or son?
2: Well, it is. I knew we were going to talk about this and it was kind of tricky to think about. So Ray is getting inducted into the hall of fame, which they do that Friday after SmackDown. And at the time that they announced that they had not said that they were going to wrestle. And I figured, you know, Dominic was going to have a run in and disrupt the hall of fame ceremony and his speech. And, that would lead to a match at night too. Well, they ended up doing the match now and made it official. So I think he'll end up just having a normal hall of fame speech. I can see Dominic going over and I may get some eye rolls from longtime wrestling fans. I can see this being a, this is such a reach. I can see this being a Bret Hart own heart thing back in the day when Bret Hart own heart wrestled at WrestleMania 10, nobody thought Owen would win ever. Nobody ever would do it. Brett was the man back then. Owen was just jealous little brother. And um, Brett put over Owen. Owen beat him. And it solidified Owen as a main guy for years to come. And I can see um, Ray doing his son a favor and cementing him as a legitimate guy and or just making him even more hated by um, Dominic winning. So I think Dominic wins this one. All right. All right. Um... Hey, y'all aren't talking, Joe and Well, no,
3: I was going to say just in keeping up with it in the past couple of months like I had, like, that has been, like, that's like an emotional storyline. Like, when they're yeah. in the ring together, like, that, like, that can pull at you a little bit. Like, it's and it's it, almost disturbing in a way, like, how good they are yeah, when they're they, in the ring together and they're going John back. I think has sold it
2: good. He, he yeah. really does make you think that he, he does not like his dad. And you know, no, it's it's wild, man. And it, it calls back old storylines like back in the early 2000s there was this is the most ridiculous storyline ever. There was like a storyline that revolved around the fact that Eddie Guerrero may possibly be Dominic's father. And they and, and Ray Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero had one of the best ladder matches ever. But rather than a championship um, being hung above the ring, it was the like custody papers for Dominic. <laughs> and they have called back to that storyline where Dominic has said things like, I think I may be Eddie's son. And then the other night he said, I wish I was Eddie's son. So just, they've called back to a, you know, over 20 year ago storyline. So they've, they've done this well. It's been a slow burn, you know, for months, everybody wanted Ray to just pop Dominic and he finally did it the other night, which set this match up on, uh, on the weekend. All
0: right. Um, night two is pretty packed. We don't have to do it all, but let's kind of do the heavy hitters here. Um, probably one of the more entertaining matches in 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 wrestling, uh, entertainment that you can get. Hell in a cell edge, Finn Baylor. I mean, it's, I mean, what more do you want with a hell in a cell, you know, a straight up, like I quit type type scenario here. Um, I I'll ask you because you you're the 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 yeah. expert here. I mean, what's what's the vibe with fans with with Edge? Is he mostly predominantly loved? Because uh, he kind of has yeah. some heel to him, but he's got some appeal. I would well. say
2: so at this point. So they brought him back two years ago. He won the Royal Rumble, and he kind of seemed destined to at least win the title from somebody. But unfortunately, that was also kind of coincided with the rise of Roman Reigns and. Two years ago, nobody's beaten Roman Reigns. And it was bad luck for Edge that his return happened at the same time. And uh, he also won the um, – he was in the Rumble the year before, came back to huge momentum. I remember, like, I've watched so much wrestling at this point, it takes a lot for me to get legitimately excited. And when he came back, I was pumped, and everybody was pumped. And then he got hurt, lost some momentum, came back, came in at number one at the Rumble, won it. Ended up losing to Ma- at Mania to Roman Reigns with Daniel Ryan also in the um, main event. And I don't think people soured on him. I think, I think it was one of those things where he came back and I would say shoved down a throat, but they pushed him hard. And he got, they kind of turned – fans turned on him a little bit. Then he turned heel. And that's actually why this match is happening because when he turned heel, he started this new group called the Judgment Day. And – he recruited a couple of people, including Rhea Ripley. And then Finn Balor joined it. And they apparently, outside of the ring, they wanted it to become like a supernatural group. <laughs> and Edge, backstage, did not want to do that. And so they he said, I want out of this group. So they, they all turned on him, Finn Balor and yeah. all of them turned on him. which And then Edge was off TV for a long time. And when he came back, he came back for his revenge on Finn Balor, which is led to this match. But I would say people pretty much, I mean, Edge, again, he's one of those guys, if he loses a match, does nothing to his, his resume. But um, I think with this match, I think um, it just depends with Edge because there's always the rumors out there that he's close to retirement. So I don't know if he's – I don't think he'll retire after this weekend, but I can see sometime maybe like at SummerSlam or something. All that being said, I think, I think, I think Finn Balor wins this one. Okay. I don't really right. know why. I just, I think Finn Balor wins this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Edge won either. So, is that, is that,
3: so that's the second one you've kind of mentioned in terms of maybe leading into something like, you know, later on, like at SummerSlam. They definitely is start that,
2: planting seeds here. Yeah.
3: So it's kind of, you've got two or three kind of in this that are going to plant seeds for later on down the year.
2: For sure. For sure. Nice. Like um, the rumor, well, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, usually they start planting seeds for, Later down the line, here at WrestleMania, for sure. Thanks. And I I can see usually Hell in a Cell is a feud ender. Um, usually, whoever wins that, it's over and they move on. So, I get, I can see, I could see Edge winning and getting his comeuppance against the people who turned on him. But I could also see Finn Balor winning. So, they keep him strong and keep that group strong. <laughs>
4: All right. I heard you mentioned uh, like John Cena and Edge, like winding down. Is yeah, that, for sure. Is that like yeah. the way it goes now? Because I, I feel like it used to be people were in it forever.
2: Yeah. they like, um Long timers. Yeah, and actually a lot of guys, I think because the, the, the guys aren't such hardcore partiers anymore, their health is a lot better. So they can wrestle into their 40s and not look terrible. Like you got AJ Styles, who I think is in his mid-40s and can still go. Triple H wrestled until he was almost 50 before he finally had to retire because of a – cardiac issue like these guys can wrestle longer and like seeing so, you know, it with the movie stuff you know that's i to say the rock and Cena and stuff like that like that they, they have that other avenue of entertainment yeah and like the rock you know he could come back tomorrow and he would sell more tickets than anyone ever and yeah edge, edge is one of those guys he didn't have to be on monday at raw every monday to bring in right bring in eyes but yeah um yeah, just I mean, just from reading stuff online, they, you know, Edge, Edge has kids. He's got a family. He's ready. I think he's ready to call it a day. But and he got to have his comeback because he the first time he retired, he had to because of injury, so he couldn't do it on his own terms. So I think he wants to do that now. But I can see him retiring sometime within the next year.
0: All right, let's get to the uh, the big one, and then we'll close up with some like you know final thoughts because night two is packed, but we can't get to it all because we got, we got some other stuff on the docket, but undisputed WWE universal championship, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Um, I mean, Rhodes comes back after a seven month absence to, uh, he had that torn pec muscle. Um, I mean, came in number 30, eliminated Gunther punches ticket to the main event, WrestleMania. Um, you know, Long history, friendship, mind games, all this back and forth. Um, where do we see this one going? I mean, it's probably hard to call, but what do you think?
2: I so we used to have the old podcast, and anytime we had these prediction things, I said Roman Reigns every time. Didn't even really give a good explanation. Just no one's going to beat him right now. They put so much behind him. They put a lot of money into him. They put a lot of time into him. He's got a lot of creative control and has made sure that everything he wants is what's put on TV. And I think this is the first time where I'm going to pick against him, and I think they are going to put the title on Cody Rhodes. He has got just as good as a story. Um, He's the son of Dusty Rhodes. Was with WWE, came up in their developmental stuff. Got tired of uh they stuck him with a bad character. He got tired of it, left. He he and a few other people started AEW. He came back to kind of complete his story. And no, Dusty Rhodes was like one of the best champions of all time. One of the, uh, he wrestled in NWA, one of the most popular wrestlers of all time, maybe a top ten wrestler of all time. But nobody in that family has ever held a main title other than his older older brother winning the Intercontinental, but nobody has ever won the heavyweight championship from the Rhodes family in WWE. So he will, he, he wants to bring that into his family's legacy, get out of Dusty's shadow, you know, kind of get out of his own past. And this has been the first time we've had like a good candidate to finally beat Roman Reigns. And I think that, I think that happens. I think Roman Reigns also takes a long break after this. We don't see him again until maybe later in the year at SummerSlam. And, uh, again, like we're talking about the Usos and same as and Kevin Owens match. I think this is the night that bloodlines taken down all their titles get lost. And I think that, uh, Cody Rhodes wins. All right.
0: Um, any, <clears throat> I guess kind of hot takes or predictions for any like celebrity guest appearances, any legends coming in? I mean, we, we mentioned the rock, Extremely yeah. busy. Uh, he may not have the time, but maybe he does. It's in Hollywood. That
2: was the rumor for years. That yeah. that was the rumor for years was that the, the main event of this one, since it was in LA was going to be Roman versus the rock. And I think that's what a lot of people wanted, but obviously his schedule is crazy. And I think that he even made the comment that like he had enough. A, which he, he posts training Instagram videos every day. So I don't know how much more training he needs, but He said he 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 wasn't in ring shape, which you know, being big and being in wrestling shape is not the same thing. So, but yeah, that's the that's the I don't I don't know if the Rock will appear because if he was gonna if he was free enough to appear, I feel like he would wrestle. But um, I could definitely see an Undertaker appearance. Um, You know, he's he's always in the periphery, and you know, people want to see him. He doesn't wrestle anymore, so this would be perfect to just kind of show up. I think I think Steve Austin will appear. Um, there was a rumor going around that he was going to wrestle and he'd kind of been training for it, but I don't think they could find a opponent for him. That's worthy of him, you know, risking his, his health and his status to come back for. So I I think he could possibly show up. Um, there's always going to be some celebrity. I'm sure bad bunny will be there.
0: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Um, all right, that uh, that puts the bow on WrestleMania thirty nine. I mean, I mean that was
3: easy. I. I gotta I gotta just take a moment here and say that was incredible. That, was, that was rundown, that was that was absolutely professional. <laughs>
0: like we're talking you know, to Jim Ross himself
2: again. <laughs>
0: I, you know, they don't they they don't call him and Lane the the heel deal for nothing, man. They they know what they're doing.
2: I really hate Lane couldn't stay on. I needed a few more like inappropriate comments and whatnot. <laughs>
0: um all right, so let's let's get it going. Let's get to the docket. Yeah, I did have one thing um yeah, you know, we're talking sports to kick it off with wrestling. Let's keep it on that. I did see this was interesting. Um Mike Gundy um had some interesting comments which you don't really say that very often. Um
2: interesting for the wrong reasons. <laughs>
0: normally, yes this boy got um, indicted today. Uh, <laughs>
1: <Jeez>.
0: <laughs> I still I still can't believe that that he wore a QAnon shirt and got away with it. Um but <laughs> hey, that's show business, I guess. Um he actually had some interesting points. So somebody was talking to him at the transfer portal. They were asking, like, hey, do you have any solutions to like tone it down or maybe you know get people to chill? Um The quote, it's a long quote. I'll read it. He said, quote, you got several issues there. You have a you have federal lawmakers making decisions, not the NCAA. Um, I I don't know if you do. Uh, (laughs) He said, I read a lot of politics, but lobbyists and things happen for a reason. It's just the way it is. (laughs) He said, you're not going to control them. He said, they're going to control you. And until we get contractual scholarships in high school recruiting, the portal is never going to settle down. So his solution is you have one year, two year, three year, four year scholarships. So guaranteed. yeah. So if you're a five star four star and you want to sign, but Hey, I'm signing on a one year deal. So let's say you're a four star linebacker from Gatson, Alabama you're going to sign with Nick Saban in Alabama for a one-year scholarship. So you can play one year after that contracts up scholarships up. So you can reevaluate, you can either resign or you can get in the portal and go somewhere else. Um, now, you know, on the surface, I don't hate this idea. It's honestly at this point, like, let's call it what it is. The, the portal is free agency. Um, I think he's on to something. Now there's there's a lot of hoops and a lot of red tape that the NCAA is gonna have to you know really muddy up with some St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail. But I don't <laughs> feel like this is the worst idea.
3: Well, I mean, and I understand I come at this from a rooting interest that is not as steeped in history and things like that as other schools. How but now you. <laughs> Danny, Danny Wimprine. But at that point, why can't we just go the soccer academy route? And why can't we let NFL teams just have academies and bring kids in and pay them and get rid of the draft and get rid of the the antitrust exemption? Why can't we just have just complete autonomy? Like I, I, I don't understand. Like why we just don't say hey other than the history other than the history and things like that let's blow it up if you want to play college ball cuz you weren't good enough to get into the falcons academy system or the rams academy system that's fine but if you're good enough you're picked up as a as a 14 year old 15 year old your school's paid for your training's paid for you're paid your family can make money you
2: know
3: at that point just do that just i mean and, it, and to me that fixes everything mm-hmm.
2: I, yeah, I mean, I feel like colleges, especially some of those not top tier ones, but someone like, like a Old Miss or something, I feel like they would not like that because everyone, if you do go pick a school, is going to pick those big dogs. I mean, they're not going to want to, I don't want to throw any teams under the bus. They're not going to want to go under, you know, they're not going to want to go to those smaller schools because yeah. it's almost like a Juco thing at this point. Or, you know, if I'm going here, I'm probably not going to make it at all kind of thing.
3: Yeah, why would you sign a multi-year deal with Vanderbilt? Yeah, when you think, hey, if I go to Vanderbilt for one year and show out, yeah, then I'm moving on onward and upward.
2: Yeah, I can see it. it's it, all these all these systems end up making the rich get richer. Same with the the transfer portal and NIL. The rich just get you know these oh, yeah. big schools have the most NIL, so of course everybody's gonna want to go there. It it doesn't it doesn't solve that rich get richer problem.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, I, you know, I talked to a lot of former players and some of them are just like, whatever That's show business, like this is how it's always been, but now it's just out in front and everybody sees it and they don't like it. Um, I was talking to a guy that, that he played baseball at UAB um, and he was like, man, you know, it just kind of sucks. Like um, he originally started his career at Ole Miss for baseball and then ended up transferring to uh, to UAB. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I pull for UAB. I'm an Ole Miss fan like my whole life, but I still pull for him. And he's like, it just sucks for programs like that, where if you get a guy that blows up and has a fantastic year and then, then they're gone. Yeah, I mean, um, mm-hmm. we saw it last year, uh, Jared Verse. Defensive end, Florida State. Does anybody know where he was before he was at Florida State? Buffalo. Yep. Close. He was at Albany. Dang it! I knew it was in the Northeast.
2: Well, I mean, even so, big school. I mean, I mean, if you call him this a big school, I mean, at the rumors at the end of the year where people were coming after Quashawn Judkins. we're in SEC school. We're having to worry about that.
0: Oh, they absolutely were. I mean, and that's uh, Dusty May. We, we, the Final Four. Dusty May <laughs> was talking about that. He was like. People are recruiting my kids right now while we're playing.
3: <laughs> so we have the chance yeah. to play for a national title and kids are still going, ah, well, you
2: know. Greener, yeah, yeah. It's is better. But, th- but else. that that to me
3: is where but he's not Get rid of the an- get rid of the antitrust exemption, get rid of the draft, let them sign kids that don't want to sign them. And that way the kids that end up in college, yeah, maybe the talent levels lesser, but they're kids that are just gonna be there and then you've got a chance for the really talented kids to get developed from a certain age, and that's going to make the product at the pro level be that much better.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, yeah. I think at some point, everything is going to settle down. I think there's going to be some kind of market reset. People are going to eventually get tired of it. Um, I don't know.
2: I mean, even I, I the, the academy analogy, like, You could have somebody just comes in and kills it at the academy, and may not. He may be playing a position where you already got somebody really good at your your top level, and you could sell you could sell him to another team and make bank off of him. And he goes and I mean, that's
3: what happened. I mean, that's that's literally what like. Well, like PSV and Ajax and stuff like that and European yeah. soccer.
2: I mean, that's what they did for years. I mean, even they said city, we're going to run good academies. Even we're going right to sell now. these guys off, and yeah. we're going
3: to keep our. We're going to stay financially, you know, solvent for these years because of that.
2: Yeah, and and the guys that are still there are still good enough to compete at the top of the league. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, there's no answer to fix it right now. That's for sure. Um, no, it's the, rich gonna, the rich are going to. The rich are going to continue to get richer.
2: I'm definitely pro the players getting paid because they deserve it because of the product that's put out. I mean, for years, not making money off of it, but the NIL thing is it's wild. It is very wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it creates stability for the student, but it doesn't create stability for, for a program. Cause you're just constantly fighting to keep that person there. It's shout out, uh, shout out life wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: The roster turnover, man. I mean, Lane Kiffin talks about it all the time, where you're having to you're, you're re-recruiting your
2: roster. It's in a, it's 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 free agency. It's NFL free agency. Yeah, you, you hope your team keeps your favorite player. I what mean, is- hell,
0: I when I was in Austin over the weekend at the OT seven event, um, I was talking to a uh, recruit's mom, and she was talking about how she was trademarking like a nickname <laughs> for her yeah. son. Because she was like, I just, you know, why not? At least at least there's gonna be something there. Like be unique, yeah. you know, not? stand out, but also like make some money.
3: York, how much did uh did what's his name get from you guys? What
4: was the deal that he got? Uh Nico? Nico, yeah. I don't remember. Zach probably knows better than I would. I don't even remember. I think it was
0: it was in the millions. Yeah, it was. Um was it six? I was no, going to say six, eight was eight, it was a two $8 a year. million dollar deal with Spire, which Jeez. is Tennessee's NIO collective. Jeez. Why is it called Spire? It's, uh, it's spelled differently. Um, it's something with, they should the, be called brick by brick. It's like the, no. in,
3: the inspire collective.
0: Ooh. Um, in, it's it's something, I feel like it's something to do. It's something to do with infrastructure. Um, it's got to be something to do with like a building. Uh, oh no, it's uh, it's it's TVA. run by Spire Sports Group. Uh, there we go. Oh, so that's okay. what it is. Okay. There go. All right, I was wrong.
2: I thought it was something to do with with the campus I campus buildings. To, Yeah, I figured it was a monument or something. I think I'm gonna uh, donate uh, a little
3: I, bit of money to Memphis's Collective when I get my season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they are fifty bucks to them. No shit. Really help them out. <laughs>
0: Oh my name on a jersey. <laughs> All right, um, I, let's let's turn up the heat a little bit. Let, let's let's uh, let's let's get the oven off broil. Let's let's get it baking at five fifty. All right, sports movie rankings. I look, you, we can do any sport. I love these types of conversations. These these arguments. What's a good sports movie? What's not a good sports movie? Because there are some. What's the criteria? Are we are we going heartstrings? Are we going technical with like sports specific scenes, character development? What are we doing? Um, perfect draft here, gentlemen. Matt's new to yeah, the that's program. Great, yeah, we always do a draft of something on every episode, so we'll do round robin. Um, pick your favorite sports movie. Doesn't matter um, what sport.
2: Um, I feel so. like there's genres too. There's like. It could be comedy. You, got, you got a Rudy, you know, that's, that's uh, kind of seated in reality. And then you've got little giants, which is, yeah. which is nuts. But I honestly, I mean, that was I, the greatest I, documentary I ever saw. I life. like little giants better than Rudy. So, I mean, who knows? <laughs> all
0: right, um, I mean, we all know
3: that <laughs> we're all, we're all going to fight over <laughs> who gets to draft the legend of Bagger Vance. That's all we know.
0: <laughs> well, Joe, we're going to cut, we're going to cut Matt some slack cause he's new. Let him think a little bit. Ooh. York, you're on the hot seat. The clock is you're on the clock here. We're alphabetical order, so go ahead and give us uh, give us your first pick. Take um, kingpin first pick. Hey. God, what a good one! <laughs> God damn, love. We it talk up. about bowling on the all the time on this show. I mean, the thing, and
3: you norm you normally not to offend you or anything, but you're normally pretty bad at these. I'm not that I'm was not bad. a so that's, that's a whole thing. Like, I'm not bad at these. <laughs> Papa John's, that's all I gotta say. Um,
2: Papa John's, come that's on. A good,
3: that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Well, Papa yeah, John's, yeah, I appreciate
2: it.
0: <laughs> all right, out of the gates. Big, big get there for the York team. All right, Joe, what do you got?
2: Uh, Raging Bull.
0: Ooh, one of, my fa- awesome. one of my
2: favorite movies of all time. And it's, and it's like award winning.
3: So, yeah, that, that's just a, I mean, I know that it's kind of like Rocky Raging Bull for like boxing. Things a lot of the time, but I mean, Raging Bull is just—I mean, any time a movie can take a person that's that bad and make you like kind of feel for him a little bit, like right. I was gonna say there's
2: oh a lot God. of sports things going on in that movie too. Yeah, just an incredible movie. All
0: right, Matt,
2: what you got? Well, I had a I had a pick, and then I changed my mind, and I think I'm gonna go uh, Major League with my first one Ooh. because yeah. not only. It hits on every level. It's comedic. It's, you know, the sports involved, but it also gets you fired up. When they when, when Tom Barringer gives a speech about let's win the whole fucking thing, I mean, how do you get any better than that? I mean, you get pumped yep. up during a comedy, essentially. I mean, it's got everything.
3: Gaska, gotcha, I was right. hoping that was still sitting
2: out there when I draft that again. Yeah. I figured I had to Man. grab that one quick. All
0: right. I look, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna go on the when Wesley awesome.
2: Snipes is a background character, basically, oh, you, know, yeah. you got you, you got gold. Dude,
0: hanging those gloves up, baby. Nailed them to the wall.
2: <laughs> I mean, fall, falling asleep and getting carried out and waking up and running a 40 in your PJs. Dude, come <laughs> on.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to go on the peripheral here. Now, it's probably going to be respected on this show, but probably not on everybody's board. I fucking love this movie, and it is one where like if I ever think about it or if I ever see that it's on, it's appointment television. Blue chips. Oh yeah. I mean, just
2: I mean, it is such a '90s movie too.
0: I was just about to say it's like
2: peak mid '90s. It's such a period movie. I mean, Pete Bell.
4: It got Anthony Hardaway
2: drafted to the Magic. That Uh, is the reason he went to the Magic because he played pickup with Shaq, and Shaq went back and told his GM, draft this dude, not Chris Weber. Yeah. It, it has <laughs> real-life implications.
0: I mean, you've got Nick Nolte, no joke, probably one of his best roles ever. It really is
3: No, dead serious. Yeah, he's awesome in that movie.
0: I mean, come on. Neon Boudot, I mean, fantastic movie name. Shaq is incredible. Penny, um, I mean, just the, the locker room scenes are phenomenal. Like,
3: who, who when was that in made either. in relation to when White Man Can't Jump was made? Because I feel like those were two kind of close to each uh, other, and like those are two like epic. Like White basketball man Can't Jump movie. was
0: ninety one or ninety two. They were both early nineties. It was like tail end of the eighties. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
3: I was thinking what ninety three, ninety four.
0: I mean, just oh, it was so good. And then you, I mean, just. Ooh, I mean, you, you you got I mean, Matt already alluded to like the whole that was when Shaq and Penny became friends. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, Bobby I mean, Knight's in this movie. Uh, Rick Pitino's in it like it's I'm pretty sure
2: Nick Nolte was based off of Bobby Knight's character. And I mean, come <laughs> on, the hot headedness and all that. But yeah. I, Bob Cousy's in it.
0: Oh,
4: shit. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. The, Come on an, an who, played okay kid, who played the kid that uh, I guess the, was getting recruited was at the farm Had the hoop outside Like the little make sure um, Couldn't miss
3: Oh um, It wasn't Sean Bradley
4: um, yeah. No No it wasn't Sean Bradley
1: Fuck What was his name um, Here give me a second Yeah, I can't I can't remember. Oh Butch uh or no no that Penny was Butch McCrae. Um
0: I cannot remember that guy's name. Jake Jake Socalitas. Yeah, Penny was Butch McCrae.
3: Shaq was Neon Boudreaux, Matt Nover was Ricky Rowe. Ricky Rowe. Yeah. Played at Indiana from eighty nine to ninety
0: three. Yeah, got hurt, went back to the farm. Jeez, um, Yeah, I do. It's such a, I feel like it's an underrated film. I don't think it gets talked about enough. I thought Nolte was excellent. Just the like hot headed coach, but like he does it for the love of the game and he truly cares for the players and defends the players. Was that- could
3: it have been like the NCA used like their slush fund to like try to like play down that movie? Like just for like years, they just like constantly were like trying to like take blue chips like off
4: of like DVD and Blu-ray and everything. I just thought it was awesome because it was like half the movie was like, yeah, I'm not going down that route. I'm not going down that route." Then it was all of a sudden, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I mean, it's like blue chips and the program.
2: The the Instagram is absolutely a period movie. When they're when they're warming up or when they're having practice, so welcome to the jungle. I mean, come on!
0: I mean, come on, Lassiter checking the depth chart.
2: Lassiter being so ashamed that he's back on the juice. First team defense place at the table, smashing his head through the the window. Yeah, he can't beat that.
0: (laughs) Cool.
2: Omar Epps isn't allowed to fumble the ball. He has to carry it around with him all day.
0: Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of former actual like college players say that that's like the most accurate depiction of college football in a movie, which says a lot.
3: Yeah. Why? Why am I going blank on the coach? coach uh, James um, Conn.
2: James Con. Yeah. James Conn, That's right. Some the beans. late,
0: the late great. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. All right. All um, right. So we got York at
2: two. How many rounds York. are we doing? We do three. The, okay. I was gonna say because I've got some. Some doozies, and I, I want to make sure I don't waste a pick.
1: All I don't know if right, a people right. have
2: seen this movie. Um, I'm sure that you have, but I love it. Warrior. I thought you were going to say Six Man. Warrior is great. Warrior Warrior's is also a good movie. Phenomenal. I think it's a, like um, it's underrated. It's forgotten because it was before both of those guys got super big. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's one of those movies that if if it's on, you're watching the whole thing. Yeah. It's early close to the fighter,
4: but like obviously um Christian Bale wasn't not actually fighting in that movie. Yeah. The it hits Christian
2: the, Bale it, and uh Tom Hardy. It hits the yeah. um it hits the the check marks too. You got the athleticism in it, the reality, and then the you know, two Underdog brothers story. fighting two mm-hmm. brothers fighting against each other.
0: I mean that's like a real life Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I'm sorry, type movie.
2: And <laughs> and shout out to older brothers. No matter how beastly your younger brother is, your southern wolf is ass.
1: Yeah,
0: so yeah like old,
2: older brother strength, <laughs> like, like hell. That I is say, that, York. York's, York's is the a, only <laughs>
0: York's the only younger one on here.
2: That is a pro big brother movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joe. What do you got? I tell you, I, I didn't think
3: about this until Blue Chips was mentioned, but I forgot how much I, I used to love this movie, was uh, He Got Game. Great he Got Game movie. is great. Love that I mean, I watched that movie, Saturday on VHS. Like, loved that movie. I thought you were yeah. going to say Spe-
4: love and basketball.
2: Speaking on, of, dog. like, you were talking about the program showing what, like, real, <laughs> real uh, college football and college athletics is like. That may be the most –
3: Oh, God, yeah.
2: is it so dirty. College basketball is the dirtiest of all dirty. And no. that whole movie, that's what it's all about.
3: Like, hey, we're going to let you out of prison for a second because we really yeah. need your kid to go to this university.
1: Like, and all Denzel's, right, cool, makes
2: sense. Denzel's whole point is recruiting him to one school, and he still can't not be a dad and just be hard as shit on him.
3: hmm Yeah, that that's, scene I mean, with them playing one-on-one Dude, Ray Allen was good in that. Like Ray Allen was a a good actor in that.
2: Jesus movie. Shuttlesworth, yeah, man. He uh, and apparently him and Denzel really went at it when they were filming that. Like Denzel awesome. scored a couple buckets and t- started talking shit, Then Ray Allen went into you know NBA alpha mode and was like, oh, man, no. I'm Ray Allen. <laughs> no, we got this."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Den- a- Denzel like transported into the future and became you know the equalizer.
2: Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I mean. It's- a spike lee take on a, on on the sports world yeah that's a great movie. a spike and then lee was it, and
3: then rick fox was the coach of the the college team right wasn't it rick fox
2: he was actually i think at that point he was still he was still uh, he was young I, I, playing yeah he was still playing but yeah he, he had the infamous scene with rick fox and jesus Shuttlesworth. yes yeah that was uh that was also a lunch table conversation Oh, god <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that movie—that's a wild. great pick. That's a good pick. All right, Matt, what you got? Goes back to me. Uh, shoot. So three rounds. I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to bounce around the genres or the sports, I'm trying not to be too baseball heavy. But I feel like I got to do it. Uh, Sandlot, man. I mean, how do you beat Sandlot? <laughs> how do you beat Sandlot? I've never heard anyone in my life say that they did not like that movie. It's got everything. It's
0: yeah. Nostalgia. You've got
2: you've got a villain. You you got the beast. It ends up (laughs) being friends with all of them at the end. You've got you know one liners. You got Smalls dynamic with the stepdad, and then they you know they find some resolution at the end. Smalls is not accepted. He's accepted. You got Benny the Jet, who I think pretty much every one of us wanted to be Benny the Jet when we were a kid. You've got the comedic relief of Squints. In the whole pool scene, you've got them playing against like the travel ball team, basically. Yeah. And just whipping the private private
0: school kids. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah. I mean, it's got everything. It's got the quotes. It's got the scenes. I mean, there's not a dull moment in that movie. It is good from beginning to end.
0: I mean, you don't see him until the end, but I mean, James Earl Jones. I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Dennis Leary is the is the stepdad. Oh played yeah. a Great stepdad.
2: You talking about George? I got his ball right here. Here's the whole team <laughs> sign. Yeah. I know stone at Sandline. I don't know how you beat it. it Who's baby Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, quotes on, on top of quotes. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to make this pick on my third. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. Cause I don't want to say if one of y'all pick it, I'm not going to take it, but I'm trying to stay not be all baseball, but I, I'm, all, I'm just going to show up and let y'all continue.
3: Yeah, just don't mention random movies like York that might take away one of
4: your picks. Oh, yeah, I'm I, sorry. Are you going to pick that?
3: I just had to say. I was. Thought. I actually love that movie. That's Did a great, that's
2: a, it's a great movie. The one I was going to mention is probably, may very well be picked and uh, I don't want to, I don't want to touch it.
4: All right. How's that? Um, all right, Zach. Just wait
3: well, a second here. York, are you saying that Love and Basketball isn't a good movie? I wouldn't know.
2: I, I went and saw that it. in the theater with my mom. <laughs> Dude, Love and Basketball is a great movie. I thought it was going to be a sport like all sports, and it was not.
3: <laughs> no, it's got like a, it's got a heart
2: and a soul to it, man. Yeah. Good lord! It it's ends with Preps cheering his wife on in the WNBA, like.
4: <sighs> and a never been closer.
2: Yeah, that was York, good that's movie. that's <laughs> what we
4: will watch on the drive down. I right? think she appreciated yes. my selection. Remember, we don't do that anymore. We, oh, don't watch movies don't do we don't drive and watch movies. No, I'm driving. I'm driving. How about Zach's uh, Lyft driver this morning? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude,
0: with the full-on iPad with a music video. I'm, I'm, look, I'm just glad you're
3: here for the podcast after that, man. Dude,
0: yeah. I, I kept looking at him, and he kept looking over at the iPad, and I was like, hey, will you stop watching last Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm sticking with baseball and – Know you're Look, going I, with. I don't mean to be a nerd, because I normally am not like this. Because books and movies are normally, well, no, they are different things. A book. is a big Michael Lewis guy, bro. <laughs> you know I'm going Moneyball. i knew it. I do oh, it. Oh wow. I mean, probably one of Brad Pitt's best performances. Um, people keep always bringing it up. They're always like, "Well, Steven Soderbergh." He, he did a full adaptation of the book and they didn't use it. Michael Lewis, um, I, I don't know what happened, um, but what. What they did and I've I've read the book and the book to the movie is 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 fucking like it's so close. It is like, so well done. Shot, um, yeah, it's like shot. the
3: blind side, just like really close. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Um, Taco Bell. Yeah. Hey I also say so that that's a sports movie too that non sports movie people like a lot. Like my wife loves that
0: movie, my mom loves that movie. People just love that movie. I I mean like that's 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 a great point because like the baseball portion of that movie isn't like necessarily like dynamic or you know inside baseball, quote quote unquote. It's you know, they, it's they hit cool, the, the high rationale
2: that, that they use for picking all those players. Like when they yeah. pick a Gary Sheffield who's coming down, you know, the end of his road, but <laughs> his numbers are still comparable to most starters at his position. And, um, I can't remember the player as probably take credibility from you watching this movie, but Chris Pratt's character, you know, that hits the home run. I was and, just, I've been trying to think about it for the past five minutes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, yeah, yeah, Hatterberg. Hatterberg. yeah. yeah. um how they why why they picked him in like you know guys either are coming down in their career or going up in the you know and then them, the stress at the beginning trying to like replace the giambi and like you know it really make it paints a picture of like this is unwinnable and somehow mm-hmm.
0: i mean it was like the scene with david justice and the cage was just so good
2: where you know Wait, yeah, that's what yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I think I said Gary Sheffield. That was wrong. That was David Justice.
0: Yeah. So like that whole scene where he's like, i never had an owner talk to me like this. And you know, he's like, well
4: that like the vending machine situation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where they're having to pay for the snacks and the and the you know. And dude, like we we talk about him. I feel like we talk about him every episode, but Philip Seymour Hoffman, goaded oh, legend. Yeah. He was Art Howe, and that movie was really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, you make all the jokes you want about him. Jonah Hill has has had some really good roles, and he was great in this movie. Um, I highly I'm encourage interested. you to read the book. the The book is is really really good, and the movie was just like Chef's Kiss. It was perfectly done. Um, but yeah, like Joe said, it's not even like a baseball movie. It's more. I mean, you have the father angle with with Billy Bean and his daughter and you know he has the opportunity to go to the Red Sox at the end and they that they love like you know what you did with the A's and you turn them around. We want you to come do that here. And he says no because he wants to stay with his daughter and he wants to, you know, like, no, I built this. I want to keep it going. And He's then like you know, the
3: anti-urban mire.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you know the rest is history. <laughs> the Red Sox get Theo and they do what they do, but they just basically copied kind of what Billy Dean yeah. did,
2: yeah, but also um, had more money
0: <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I love that movie. That's we talk a lot on here, Matt, about comfort movies and how I have a lot of random comfort movies. Moneyball movie of them.
2: meaning like as soon as it's on you're in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Face. Like you're
4: flipping through, it's on TNT. You're trying to go to bed.
2: You're like, <laughs> Moneyball's on. I will watch it. <laughs> like glad. Yeah, that
0: or like you can't. <laughs> you know, you and your wife are trying to find something to watch. You can't decide on something, so you just throw something on. Like I, I I'll throw Moneyball on all the time, and my wife will not gripe because she likes it. My wife. <laughs> my wife. All right, last round, York. What you got? Ten cup.
2: Ooh, that's, well, come. that's such a good, not only sports movie, but dad movie. Yeah. yeah. Great dad, dad movie.
3: Yeah. How much do you love Renee Russo? And I was Dan about so. to say,
4: I love Renee Russo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love Renee Russo. She's you know no Helen Hunt, but Renee Rene, Rene Russo. I don't know who dads love more, Renee Russo or Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was the original, original Jason Statum. Like, just every day, like likes Jason's. He loves Kevin Costner. Yeah. My dad loves Kevin Costner. Oh, I do too. I love him at <laughs> one time. Good as gold ever since.
4: Speaking of Jonah Hill, have y'all seen him in that uh, Don't Look Up? Yes. Yeah. I love um, that movie. Hilarious.
0: So good. All right, Joe. Last pick.
3: So, we were talking about, you know, movies that non-sport people like or you can throw it on your wife likes. Every time I throw it on this movie, my wife legitimately leaves the room, Like, absolutely hates it. I love it. It's an absolutely amazing movie. That'd be Goon. Oh. Goon it's
2: a good one. I love Goon. Love Goon. Goon Is that Schreiber? Yes. 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 Lee and, <laughs> Sean, William, Sean Scott. William Scott. Sean William Scott. Yeah. Allison Pills, the chicken there. Yeah. That was Sean William Scott's, like, last hurrah.
4: Absolutely his second, great. His movie. second and last hurrah.
2: <laughs> the stiff man. You can't,
3: and then what's you the, the what man. Jay? Uh, what's the other kid? Jay, uh, like Marichel? Backchell? Or, yeah,
2: yeah yeah, Marichel, yeah, yeah. He's awesome
3: in there. Just sitting there antagonizing from the stands, like recording it.
2: <laughs> I can't believe y'all get three uh, rounds of this. You got to have at least five.
4: <laughs> oh, do we, we? No, because the podcast has to be below just... three hours. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna get in so much trouble with wrestling. We need honorable mention. <laughs> we can't. All right,
0: uh, Matt, with final pick here. Oh, all right,
2: this is stressful.
4: Um, Wait, did he take your money ball? No, he didn't.
2: I can think of a lot of them off the top of my head, but at the end of the day, I like, I like a kind of steeped in reality. I like something that. Gets me pumped up after I watch it, and I don't watch this sport very much at all. I follow it a little bit, but I don't know how you can watch the movie Miracle and not be fired up after watching it. Ooh, Miracles is. A Joe good
0: had one. a rant on this podcast about it. I fucking hate Miracle.
2: Oh man, I love <laughs> Miracle. But it's just, it's
3: just because it's just because the wrong company made the it's, movie. Is I like was this. just
2: about to say, it got Disney, but I mean. I remember watching it one time and the the end credits played a dream on by Aerosmith. And I'm like, I'm getting emotional during an Aerosmith song. What the fuck is wrong with me?
4: Oh, uh, come on Armageddon. And I'm not watching Armageddon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Miracle. And there's a few other ones. And again, I'm not going to ruin anybody's pick. There's a couple other ones that I maybe like more than Miracle, but Miracle is so good. It's a real story. You Get to see the behind the scenes of it. It's got good scene. Like it actually has some decent sports scenes. You're not watching it. Like, you're not watching, like, um, Friday Night Lights where it's set in the 80s and they're wearing, like, cutters yeah, that were made in the 2000s. Like, it it all looks real. It is real. And you've got the, again, scene that just kind of, you know, show that Herb Brooks was tough on them. And then, of course, the the upset uh, over the, the Russians. I mean, how can you beat that?
1: Mm. And I've never
2: seen it. Really? All right. Have not seen it. No. Jeez. Dang! I feel like a big bad. Joe hates it. York didn't see it. <laughs> I just—it's
4: it probably because it's a Disney movie. is so I'm just like, you know. It is very. Yeah, that, that's so that's
3: my thing. The story. A story documentary
2: itself. on it. I've watched. Yeah, that. the that story itself is
3: an amazing yeah, yeah. story. Spike Lee. Joint. I just
2: wish that Disney didn't make it. Yeah. Spike Lee should have done that one. Instead
3: of Kurt Russell, it <laughs> <but obviously laughs> should have been <laughs> Kevin Costner. But yeah, it should have
2: been Kevin Costner with Jason Statham and
3: <laughs> No, Kurt. Ru- I will Kurt Russell as her Brooks. I will say positive of that movie. He was. At, I mean, he he nailed that. He really actually did nail. That. Name a bad yeah.
2: Kurt Russell movie. You can't.
4: Oh, you can't. He's getting everything. Captain I get Russell. I get Russell Crowe and Kurt Russell mixed up. What about Russell
2: Brand? How? No. <laughs> Russell Brand, no, you look like you're from. Oh there. man, Ma- master, <laughs> master. Like I card. Card. <laughs> oh, I butchered that quote. <laughs> Damn juice force.
0: Yeah, you got a little piece of coral sticking out of you there.
2: Yeah, you fetch I it quit, out for me. I quit wearing. I quit wearing a watch. Oh man, that's that's so a ring. Yeah, man. Since I got yeah. one of these, I don't need a watch.
4: <laughs> Phone's got a clock on it, so.
2: <laughs> hey, P.O.P. <laughs>
4: uh, it's a, a couple a,
0: a couple of mine have that, that that would normally be in a draft i've already been mentioned so i'm gonna go outside the box i mean joe at the top talked about bagger vance that's such a fucking good movie now
2: what what is that based on Do you know the Will Smith stuff is like ruined. It's like It was like Tom Cruise for a while when he went nuts. Tom Cruise for a while was ruined for me. And right now I'm going through my, I don't like Will Smith stuff's face. Have you
0: seen, have you seen King Richard?
2: Great movie. It was so good. Great movie. He was good in it and he fucked it all up. Acts like an asshole. <laughs> um, I mean, so by the way, Bagger is-
3: Vance is based on the Bhagavad Gita. It's a Hindu text that it's based off of random oh, piece really? of
0: yeah, actually. So, Randolph Juno is not a real person. No, unfortunately not. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, if you can, if you can get past Charlize Theron's god awful Savannah <laughs>
4: accent, um, Savannah sounds like when you got molasses dripping off your molasses
0: just dripping out of your mouth. <laughs> There's been another murder. Uh, that There's that been movie. That movie's great, um, but. I thought about that one. Y'all have already talked about Rudy. That's an all-timer. I, I don't care what anybody says. I feel like there's some weird thing where, like, people don't like Notre Dame, so they like to think that Rudy sucks. Rudy's a phenomenal movie. Well, um,
3: unless you're a Georgia Tech fan, that movie kind of sucks if you're a Yellow Jackets fan.
0: <laughs> I mean, what a coming-of-age story for Vince Vaughn's character. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm going to go outside the box here with a with a sport that, you know, don't watch a lot of and they don't make a lot of movies about it, but my God, the cast is loaded. I'm going Fox catcher. Um, Ooh, now that was dark, a pumped, dark, a brutal, true story, but man, you got Steve Carell. You've got Channing Tatum. You got Mark Ruffalo. Uh, the acting in it is just top notch. um, Uh, just so good. I mean, just it's, it's dark, but like, it's, it's real enough to where you are, you are in, you're in the movie. You, you, if you know the story, you know what's going to happen, but you're still just locked in on it. Um, I mean, I, I, I've watched some documentaries um, about, yeah, ESPN, John DuPont, um, and Corral nailed it. Like just, it's it's a wild story but it's just a really 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 good movie um, yeah I, I love Foxcatcher just a fascinating you know kind of biopic but um, yeah I, I don't I don't hear people talk about it a lot and maybe that's because it's so dark and just kind of
2: yeah it's one of those movies that like when you're watching it you appreciate how good it is but it's one of those like I don't know if I ever want to watch it again yeah it's not like a rewatch movie yeah like, yeah, it definitely it's, it's is good, good. good. and point. I mean, a lot of guys won of, a lot of awards for the mm-hmm. acting in it. And, again, steeped in reality, it, it is true to form. They are doing real wrestling moves. They are doing real wrestling training. But yeah, this, once you know the backstory and just how awful it was, it was, like, oof. Yeah. So I, I have a question. has to about, be um, heartwarming.
4: <laughs> they talk about Die Hard, and was it a Christmas movie? Yeah. Is the Big Lebowski a sports movie? Yes. Uh, yes. It? I think so. Mm. I it's mean a movie?
0: sticking to uh sticking is, to the is Fox. Bowling a
2: sport. <laughs> Just about every every big Lebowski um poster you see has bowling pins in yep. it. So yeah, yes.
0: Sure. Great call. Um I mean honestly, I thought about this earlier and was like, ooh, I could really make a uh Pull out of left field, but you know, you could talk about Fantastic Mr. Fox being a uh, sports movie.
2: Nah. Yeah. What about basketball?
4: Yeah. Thought about that one.
2: <laughs> I mean, the concept of basketball is incredible, especially for people our age. I mean, you get to shoot free throws and you like casually jog to the bases. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be in a basketball league. And I mean, it's by the people from South Park. Yeah. It's one of the funniest movies ever.
0: Have people have people had actual leagues of basketball? There's gotta be some
4: somewhere. Be I would a, imagine. In so. a
2: heartbeat, I would be in it. There's fucking Quidditch
3: leagues. Like there's a basketball league. Oh,
4: yeah. That's called the cross. York,
3: I'm surprised you didn't
0: say Phoenix. <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah, big
2: Red I, Sox I, fan. I don't, I don't I'm not I mean, I'm not, but I don't, uh, I probably Red Sox I, I fans don't like that movie. I can keep that on the field I like during it. the whole series.
4: I, this is like, this is the time of year where I'm like, you know what? This year, baseball, I'm going to get into them and watch it. And I been watch it today, but like, like I'm already done.
3: Fucking Nadinal's got that ass beat today. That's right, baby.
4: <laughs> it's, it's
0: a, as a baseball fan, it's hard to watch. It's slow. Oh, I, I can't stand Jimmy Fountain
4: or Drew Greenfield. Who won the Tennessee LSU game today? I don't know. I was watching a little one. bit of that. I just watched but... her nuts on the, uh, with a cowboy hat, final four cowboy hat at a press conference.
1: Hey.
0: Malarkey.
4: Malarkey. And yeah. mulky. She's such a fucking hack.
2: Dude. What is wrong yeah, with her? She has
4: never been to a restaurant and left happy ever. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, no. She's consumed more spit in her life. <laughs> can we go what about like non-movies what about um uh the hbo series on the lakers that's like one of the best things i've ever watched
0: yeah i still need to watch that i've heard it's really good it's solid my my dad
3: turned me on to it that it was really really good what was it called winning time winning time
0: yep yeah okay I i need to watch that
2: are we all done did we all make picks yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of disappointed. I went miracle and I should have gone rookie of the year, but I didn't want to go all baseball. <laughs> rookie of the year is underrated. <laughs> I know you, you've always said that little big league you think is better. I love little
4: big league. Little big, little league big league's here. good. Little big league's I'll good. say nobody, this nobody picked a, uh Hoosiers either. Hoosiers oh, like is obvious. Good. Fuck obvious I think going blue chips was uh
3: see, but I feel like what, you right. saying fuck Hoosiers is like people that say fuck rude. No, it's yeah,
2: not, no, no. I, it is. Fucker, yeah. yeah, Hoosiers is. I mean, I'll be yeah. honest though, I, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble with this. Especially, I went all the baseball movies. I'm not a big Field of Dreams fan.
0: I'm not either. Well, I'm and not I love, movies. and I love baseball movies.
2: Yeah, I do too. I did, I, and I don't it's, dislike it. I just don't. I don't. Always it's always just been.
0: Dreams. It's always just been fine to me.
2: Kevin Costner. When he picks
3: up his dad, and they're giving his dad a ride back. He fucks something up, and he walks into the field. Moonlight Graham saves the daughter that was on Girls later in her life like yeah. oh yeah she falls oh, off oh god the that movie
2: I'm gonna go watch Field of Dreams now I know that it's a good movie I, I just don't hold it as high as esteem as some of the other sports movies
0: I mean that's it's that's, like, that's, uh, where I'm, that's where I'm at with Hoosiers like Hoosiers is fine but it's not like a goat to me Cool Runnings you just you're more of like a Gene Hackman
3: <laughs> and the French Connection type guy you know you, you have your Hackman roles you like and that's just not one of them yeah
2: yeah, any, any given Sunday Ackler was role. almost my third pick, too. I, dude,
4: I was going to say that a lot, of people, a lot of people don't like that movie. I could catch a lot of hell for that movie. Every inch. For what?
2: It's definitely a little out there. It's out there, and the way it's shot is a little. But it's incredible. I mean, the, the speech Al Bacino gives. I mean, Willie Beeman Al, Al six inches overacting in front of is overacting. It's running his face. Your face. Yeah.
4: Stephen Willie Beeman.
2: Great ass.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's Oliver Stone, so it's going to be just like.
2: Who Very is the wordy. Yeah, Who Cameron Diaz.
4: Cameron Diaz. Oh, that's right. Cameron
2: yeah. Diaz being the owner's daughter who's awful. Yep. You Got Lawrence Taylor in it, almost dying on the field. Oh God! Yeah. He loses an eye. Hello if, Cool if, J. That's great Football the game. There's an end zone at the middle of the field. Yeah. I mean, what do you? What, what
3: do you want? You know, another I another mean, baseball when that I think people share a little bit
0: that I like a lot too is the natural.
2: Natural's good. Natural's good. Roy
0: Hobbs. Love the natural. See, see, Please, I'd rather lights go I'd, out. I'd rather go natural than field of dreams. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um yeah, I now another one that I thought about pulling um And I, I I feel like a lot of people will be like, that's not a sports movie, or like, well, it's it's got sports in it, like it's more comedy or it's more Speed like racer. rom rom, huh?
2: Speed Racer, <laughs> no. before its time. I love the replacements. Replacements is great. Everybody likes replacements. Oh,
4: shit, that's like, why
0: I said, G oh, it's like, oh, a rom com. That's not a sports <laughs> movie. Like, no, it's
3: a
2: sports. No, it's movie. a sports movie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not supporting scab culture in any way. It's a sports movie. I mean, the cover yes. of it, I mean, Shane Falco. Martell. Dude, goaded. Joe Flacco called Shane Falco for the first, like, two years he was at the Ravens. <laughs> we're pro-union podcast.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, are you going to get in trouble for not going? Um, a
2: little the kinger podcast. that smokes cigs?
4: Yeah. Are you going to get in trouble for what? Not picking, um... Any, or whatchamacallit, remember the Titans? Oh,
3: no, that's another movie I'll just shred to pieces off of actual history. Oh, no, <laughs> don't
4: you dare. Joe used to uh, just Joe used forget to, about he, it. He used to always talk about like how hot he thought Hayden Pinotier was in that movie.
3: Yeah, let me tell you, I talked about a hot seven year old Hayden Pinotier was <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ. He has a football mind.
0: That, uh, yeah, I have German. to, I have to like, I have to admit in black myself before I watch it and erase my memory, knowing that it's not historically accurate, but who cares? It's a good movie. Who cares? We, we went to see that on a family vacation. We were in the outer banks and like, you know, it always rains at least one day when you're at the beach and the one day it rained, we went and saw that in theaters and it was awesome. Funny thing is, that
3: school is not named TC Williams anymore. It changed the other year just to just Alexandria City High School.
0: Yeah, because TC right Williams is a is a huge racist, right?
3: Oh, he he was a staunch segregationist. <laughs> like, yeah, that dude. There was no race mixing under his watch.
0: Like, have you have you heard the bit that Shane Gillis does about Remember the Titans? No, where he's like, he's like, man, these people go from like. We don't want these these people in our schools, and then everybody turns around and they're like the football team is four, no those are my brothers mm-hmm. and like <laughs> I mean is
3: literally just any any town like is is that exact same way you know he's a good one, he's a good one, I think it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ
4: that's <laughs> like that it's like the, the olive branch uh. Um, what was the huddle house right there, <laughs> right there at Sandage Road and 305?
0: <laughs> they don't, 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 don't dox anyone on the podcast. That's
4: where the old heads, back. Yeah, they're not listening, they can't, they don't have computers. What about um, Days of Thunder is a pretty good one. That's good. One.
3: Ooh, look like a bunch of monkeys fucking a football out
2: there. That was yeah. a great line. <laughs>
3: my yeah. brother just constantly said that as a child, my mom was like, well, this is good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> about uh Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Gilmore is up there. Definite sports
4: movie. oh for sure. Making of the Rock the Game Plan. Game Plan. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs>
3: this is like was, I just maybe, I wish sometimes I just unplug and just walk away.
2: That was that was when the Rock was finding his way in Hollywood. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you, know you got a, you got got a, you got got a, a movie for you the theory. That was really good. You know, yeah. And a yeah. yeah. ball. The mummy
2: last,
0: last one before we move on, on the docket. I don't feel like big green gets enough credit.
2: Big greens. soccer movie,
0: right. Say yeah, like, Steve, Steve Gutenberg.
2: I can't believe Good nobody football. touched uh, mighty ducks. I What's your favorite mighty beer? ducks? <sighs> When I was a kid, the second one was—I don't know why—I just always loved sequels and the Knuckle Puck and all that. But I, I recently just went back and watched the first one with my boys, and the first one's the best, dude. Put These some three. respect.
0: On, put some respect on Eden Hall. I was say when it like the prep school.
2: Three is fine, <laughs> but the fact that they got rid of Bombay early in that movie—I remember even being a kid and Gordon Bombay wasn't going to be in it. I was like, "What, what are we doing here?" Like, what, what, what quack, quack, it? Mr. Ducksworth. Yeah. To work, Coach
1: O'Reilly, sir. No.
0: I think that the first one is just incredibly hilarious where it's like, all right, well, you got a DUI, so you're suspended from the law firm, so go coach this youth hockey
2: team. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can tell you right now, if I what? get a DUI, my work's not <laughs> making me go coach. I mean –
3: this the sad thing is that probably would reduce DUIs in the country. Yeah.
2: I'm already coaching. I don't need a DUI for that. <laughs> hey people, people. Right. I got one more honorable mention. All right. And again, back to baseball. Angels in the outfield. Oh, oh.
0: that's a good one, Christopher Moody.
2: Every single positional player on that field had a funny story. I mean you had the catcher that loved the hoagies. I mean you had Great Tony point. Danza. That was, you know, just Fucking burnt world. out. You got Danny Glover being maybe one of the best managers ever. You got Matthew McConaughey pre being Matthew McConaughey. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, got okay, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It was probably the first, you know, that movie, that movie taught me about foster homes. I didn't know what a foster home was, so I saw that movie. She goes, yeah. Yeah, great movie. Hey. Before we
0: get off Mighty Ducks, we have to. I mean, people forget Jesse Smollett's in that first one. He is. He was the uh, the Lost Hall brother.
2: Yeah, he was. was, (laughs) His brother just called everybody a cake eater. (laughs) Got Banks. Do you feel bad for?
0: I mean, the coach. uh, I can never remember the actor's name, but the coach of the Hawks, man, just just a bad dude. He was born to play that role. (laughs) He was. I mean, that's like every Minnesota youth hockey coach grows up being like, I just want to be like that guy, Minnesota.
2: I think every little league, any sport guy wants to be that guy. I see it every day. (laughs) Just these, these hardos out there. Yeah. Um, dollars for their, their, their team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Um, I'm interested to, to talk about this one. Uh, what's everybody, what's everybody's like sleep, sleep habits. Is everybody like, uh, you know, are you, are you a sound sleeper? Are you hard, are you, are you, you soft sleeper. Do you wake oh, up gosh. in the middle of the night? Cause I've got some, I've got some, some stories, I guess maybe some, maybe it's some underlying condition that I haven't been diagnosed with, but, um, what's let's talk about it. Uh, well, okay.
2: I've recently never, started uh, snoring and <laughs> that's been a great new addition to life. Yeah, so never I snored guess it's before wh- until two months ago. Until someone wants her to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say she's she's been there a while, so you haven't done it.
2: <laughs> until I woke up one Saturday and all of my kids were impersonating me being like, This is what dad does.
4: <laughs> oh, you don't know snoring <laughs> until you get around JT.
1: Good that's lord, a great,
0: that's a great point. God, um, yeah. Rule number one: if you're ever with with JT, is you better fall asleep first. Mm. Otherwise, you fucked. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't really know like how like when this started because you know I didn't sleep with somebody my whole life, but I feel like it started probably eight years ago or so. Started having night terrors. So that's fun um so just like would randomly get up and would like either think someone's in the room or i would like be talking to someone um my wife has told me there have been a couple times where i've like leapt out of the bed and like trying to like which i guess is good to like defend her or like someone's in the room and i'm like hey get out of here um there was <laughs> that, there
2: was that, one that, hey go get, on, get. That's the best quote to say to an intruder is, Hey, get out of here. Cause they listen every time.
4: Yeah. Get out of here, sir. Um, like, oh, he wasn't going to say that. There
0: was one when we were living in Chicago, my brother and his wife were with us and we were in like, you know, essentially a studio, but it was like, our room was separated by like a little mini like corridor. Um, but I had a, a night terror where I woke up and, you know, I guess woke up and thought that there was a spider on the ceiling and so then I'm like standing on the bed and like Yeah how big how big a spider are we talking about here? I, from what I remember is pretty fucking big. So um fucking wolf spider. So yeah, so now it just no, becomes like, we, like I'll kind of sit up and like look like about to, and then like my wife will just be like, It's nothing, lay down. Um yeah, just, just I've
3: had one I've had one once. Like I woke up like jolted out of bed apparently and just stood over the bed, just started screaming at like the top of my lungs. <laughs> and all I remember <laughs> that is that pleasant. it felt like it literally felt like a demon had like gotten inside my body and was like, just, I didn't, I then finally like I woke up and Amanda's like shaking me. And I remember like, I couldn't quit, quit screaming for like, another like three or four seconds. And then I finally quit screaming and it was just like, she was like, what in the fuck? Was that? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I felt like a demon like got into my body. I was like, I, I just can't picture you screaming. Yeah, she couldn't either. I think it scared the of shit. Like, out was it me. like, or was it like? I Arr. think you should
2: tell us. No, yeah. I
3: was, I was like, how, like, how, like how would she, it sound? Like, how would it sound? Go, go ahead and do
2: it real quick. We're just like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And like know. we're living, like we're living in like a small apartment with like thin walls. I'm sure I scared the shit out of everybody that lived in that building.
4: Like that's probably where Rudy Gay left.
3: <laughs> no, this was in this was in Alexandria. This was like two were you years Dreaming ago. you were at a metal concert. <laughs> I was just so, I just remember like she was like, "What did you feel?" And I was like, "I feel like something like like got into my body." And she was like, "I was trying crazy. to
2: cuddle with you, and you ruined it." She was
3: like, that is the creepiest I ever heard. I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like it felt like like a spirit of
4: some sort like got into me. She was like, that is terrifying. She's like, awesome. Now I can stay up the rest of the night and scare shit. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know what it sounded like. <laughs> <sighs> that's, a, uh, that's a that's a a traditional uh, rad dad bit there where Matt, we we do our uh, Punisher grunt. Okay. Our Steve, our, you know, like, our, all right,
1: cool, cool. our, our Burnthal <laughs>
0: grunt.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: it's a
3: democracy. So unfortunately I can't uh, outvote it.
2: Well, you know, if, I, you like, want,
3: if you want to do one, you're,
2: you're welcome to. Yeah. Welcome. I know. <laughs>
3: um, I'm assuming by the way, my sleeping habits might change here in the next, uh, well, cause the child is gigantic. Apparently it'll change here in the next, uh, yeah, like,
1: what the fuck? couple of
3: weeks. I don't know, man. Kids big. You
0: say it's tracking like you to be to 11 pounds if it's full term,
3: yeah. So, right now, I think it's like nine pounds, four ounces, and the due date is the 29th. But I think they're going to schedule the c section the week before that, tentatively.
2: Our uh, our first was a, a, a double digit, he was 10. Whew. Was it all it's head? i to say it's probably his hair. I mean, he came out with like like a comb over already. <laughs> he had, he That's had how a my daughter was he came out. Oh man. Jeez, he he had more hair than I did when I was like 31 <laughs> <laughs> like son um, of a bitch
1: he's got more hair than
4: me I the right, blessed with, with three kids that like stay asleep they slept great they all of three of them slept great Rosalie was probably the worst if there was any of them that were worse but and they're still calm it's routine it's the routine based off you know yeah all I can suggest but
2: yeah. My, my new thing is uh, like, so I don't go to sleep at the same time as my wife because I'm not tired at 9 30. But I used to like have a point where I, I could stay awake and be like, okay, it's time to go to bed. And now I'm like falling asleep on the couch and I'm getting like woken up by her being like, did you stay out here all night? And I'm like, I guess so.
4: I sleep better on a couch than I do anywhere. Some people get offended by it. But it like, it's
2: the story. Maybe I could breathe.
4: <laughs> yeah. See, my, my, my room gets exceptionally hot, but either way, like I have, I love adrenaline. And like when I have these nightmares, uh, it's, it's the weirdest thing in the world, but like what is, when, I, when I have nightmares, you're, like, you're mainlining I, nightmares. No, I am. I like, <laughs> hey, we got to bring back nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> bring back Freddie.
2: Yeah, my uh, thing Freddy. is totally unintentional. Like I'm so disappointed that I did not get that moment of zen where you like lay in the bed. Like Pete Holmes is a comedian that I love. And He's talking about like having a new kid and he's like, dude, the best part of sleep is falling asleep. It's like that moment we you're like, Oh, here it comes. And yeah. he's like, I get to do this three times a night. Now it's the best. Having a baby is awesome. <laughs> and that is true. That is the best part of falling asleep is when you hit that moment, you're like, Oh God, here it comes. Now the best part is when and you I don't asleep. know it because I'm falling asleep before I even know it. And then I'm waking up at five 30, like getting taps like did you stay out here all night and i'm like shit so my day has already started and like i fucked up <laughs>
4: <laughs> she i'm mad at her
2: <laughs> no no i'm i'm glad that she came out and checked on me like
4: <laughs> <laughs> just a quick here you're I'm still at the house that's
2: awesome sleep with like my legs completely straight and and my chin on my on my chest
4: but see when i'm on the couch Watching i just throw like myself the into the back cushion and the bottom cushion I just burrow myself into that and I'm just good to go. Because my bed, uh, I can't stay in my bed. I can't sleep in there.
2: I don't like I wish it. I wish there was a moment of acceptance where I found the pillows, but I'm just like 90 degree angle for six hours.
3: Hey, Bill, different. You sound you sound like you're like some sort of burrowing
0: animal, York. Like you like
2: But I just like, we find you under the rug yeah like sir sir your your does the thing
0: your does the thing that like dogs do where they spin around three times and then they lay down
2: (laughs) you're just a cat like making biscuits
3: i I don't know he started patting down the the
2: the pillow on the couch and then spun around and fell asleep (laughs) you you're 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 the quarter that some kid finds in the cushion
0: (laughs) (laughs) matt you mentioned the the bit about falling asleep and how it's great uh I don't know how I got to this point, but I randomly watched the trailer for the 2011 film "The Change Up," which is Jason Bateman, Ryan Reynolds. Where it's oh, a yeah. classic Freaky Friday, where they. I switched.
4: don't think I
0: saw that. I don't think I ever saw this up.
4: It. I,
2: didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I I'm know, I'm I'm familiar with the movie. I just don't think I ever saw it. I mean, it's yeah, it's that Jason when Bateman. Ryan Reynolds was going through his like Green Lantern phase, where yeah. Wasn't a lot of good coming out of old Ryan Reynolds, and he has turned it around.
0: Yeah, he he really has. But it's like Leslie Mann is Jason Bateman's wife, and then like Olivia Wilde's in it, Alan Arkin's in it. But so they like switch lives, but like there's the, in the trailer, they meet at a bar, and they're talking about their life, and Jason Bateman has this great dad quote where he's like, man, being a dad is like living with drug addicts. He's like one minute they're happy and they're laughing, and then the next minute they're crying and they won't go to sleep and they never leave you alone. And I was like, <laughs> dude, that that's so
2: true. Oh, dude, yeah.
4: Like, it's yeah, it's like living with crack addicts. Some people I know I've um, had spouses that are kind of like that too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I literally look at our and he's crying, then I'll say, "Why are you crying?" And he's like. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, no, know, why are you crying? He'll go, I don't know. And then it'll end. And I'm like, what, what happened here? <laughs> what? Why? They, they don't know. Like, um, I'm just confused. <laughs> too much, too much emotional instability in the three-year-old region. No, the best part about falling asleep like earlier then you wake
4: up and like you're in a panic. It's like, fuck, you don't know what time it is. And like, you'll get up. I, there's been times I've get up just assuming it's time to go to work. And I will just start getting ready, and then I like catch my my catches a clock somewhere, and it's like it's one o two, and I'm like, "Fuck, yes!"
2: Oh, Dude, the old was, uh, that was the jam back in the day, like when you were in high school and you woke up at three, and you're like, "Hell yeah, four more hours!" Yeah, the, the old uh, the old
3: roommate did that this morning. Old Gretchen Slick got up, thought she was running late for work. I hear the garage door <laughs> opening at like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, like, I think my mom forgot what time it was. And then she just, like, takes off and goes
2: to work. She gets yeah. to the and office she gets and she's like, where is like, everybody? Like, know I, like, that like, that you was know the funniest phenomenon morning. Morning. because, like, <laughs> I guess I just, I don't like, I hate my work so much that, like, my first response, <laughs> would ne- even when I wake up late and I see that I'm late for work, my first response is, like, never, I'd better hurry. It's like, well, I'm late. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh no, what if I get fired? Mm. We'll never have that oh, no. I, like start throwing on scrubs. It's gonna be like okay, well, I guess I'll go to work. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I mean I'm already like I said, I'm already late. Like, oh, you were you were twenty minutes late instead of forty. Cool. Great. Now Still was here. here. Now I'm stuck here for eight hours. What did I do?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's nothing quite like when you wake up and you have that initial panic of like, I gotta get up and get the day going. And then you roll over and, you know, slap your phone and wake it up. And then it's yeah, it's like two twelve AM and you're like, Oh,
1: fuck
4: yeah. Mine is usually like rustle best. through all the covers and try to find where my phone is. Where it's pitch black and just my eyes are closed and I'm just like
2: Where is it? You like where is it? Where is it? You're like, like, you like people the, the remote your People uh, that wake up and they're like, oh, I woke up at three. And then, you know what? I just was up. I'm like. What? Oh, that's me. That 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 was me yeah. two two days ago. I woke up
4: at like four o'clock and I laid there. Like if I, if I wake up in the middle of the night and like i open my eyes, if I can just open them and look like this, I'm up. If I wake up, oh, and I'm uh-huh. like, I'm drooping. I'm going back to sleep. But me, I can't just go back to sleep. I'll, I'll yeah. just get up. I got up at 40 today, did some stuff around the house, got to work by 515. Can't help it.
2: Oh, not a chance. Not a chance. I wake up and I realize it's still dark. Oh, we're, we're, we're swan diving back into sleep.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I envy people that can just go to sleep. I can't do it.
2: Getting that second hit of the drug. Yeah. Go back to sleep. It takes a minute, but I stay up late naturally. I have since I was little, but yeah, once it's there, it's there.
4: Like, when oh, I, lay yeah. there, I try I'm to a, fall asleep. And, like, if my, my ex wife, she be over there, like, once she falls asleep, I'm just like, cause like, I know I'm up for God knows how long. Rest of my, wife,
0: my wife can legit fall asleep in like 2.5. Yeah. Cameron has a button. She just, whoop, it's out. insane. And yeah, I'm with you, Matt. I'm a, I'm a big night owl, but like, I do also will have the dad tendency to fall asleep in my chair. Or like, will doze off while I'm watching stuff, and then yeah. I wake up at the end of the episode, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm reading the Wikipedia page.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the downfall of that too. The the couch fall asleep. Where if I wake up like an hour later, I have like a 30 minute thing where I'm like, okay, I'm on the couch, but then my I'm too stupid to be like, I should go transition to the bed. It I'm like, oh, I'm still on the couch. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Let's watch now I'm
4: just gonna see if there's a blanket within reach.
2: Let's see what happened on the, the, the end of this West Coast basketball game and then I'm still on the couch. Heck yeah.
4: That's the thing. That's <laughs> the, that's nothing puts me to sleep faster than a nine o'clock West Coast grizzly game. <laughs> like I'm done. Dude, I will tell By you halftime
0: during football season there is and now look. I love my wife. I, I oh, love man. her dearly. But man, that that like instantaneous feeling of freedom when she punches out, like she clocks out when Pac-12 After Dark is about to get going. And I got like at least one snack and then I got the beer fridge down here that's full. There's like a second wind that I get. Right, this Oregon State game is about to slap. Oh man! You telling me I could stay up and watch Cal Oregon oh, all by myself? Matt! You're telling me.
2: You're telling me my guy at Hogwarts Legacy is about to get leveled up. Let's do it.
4: <laughs> Dude, I heard that game was awesome. Pretty sick. That's what
0: I heard. Oh no! Here we go. Wait, wait, Matt. Have you been to Disney World? <laughs> yeah. As a father.
2: Yeah. It was a great time.
0: Okay. It was like I feel like awesome. that's what's pulled you in.
2: Yeah, it was a great week. Loved it. Was it really though? It was. It was. No, no. All all hey, jokes no and the, exhaustion no aside. The it was it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. Now, so you I think you're in the same
0: camp as as York here, because <laughs> I feel like your oldest probably helps out a lot too, right?
2: Mm, he doesn't help, but I can like kind of look at him and just be like, all right, man. Be, be the big brother and you can kind of do it for the most part. Okay. I will say though, the Disney world trip, we did leave baby number three at home because he was pretty Are they okay. He was pretty, uh, he he was a little skinnier, <laughs> but yeah, he was fine.
0: Um, York is insinuating that you left him by himself. Well, he yeah. just, he just said he's a little skinnier
2: when they got back. He's a little skinnier. Okay. <laughs> a little skinnier. He was, he was confused, but Didn't yeah, reached to the top part of the French.
0: And light any candles while you all were gone.
2: We just took brother one and brother two. And, um, I think that was a good decision. But yeah, no, it was it was a good time. Great time. Okay. Right. Yeah, of course we are exhausted, you know, the whole you a know, vacation after the vacation, but no, it was it was a great time.
0: Okay, I feel like I'm okay. going to need to invest in Adderall before I do
4: that. <laughs> oh yeah, but see, that's probably my problem. It's like four pills every morning, and if you I forget, I'll take it. Oh yeah. Oh my guy.
3: <laughs> like yeah, I'm just cheap too. We're mainline and shit every
2: morning. <laughs> See that? I think that is that's been a um, that's probably why I stay up so late. But also has been a benefit for like a trip like that because like naturally, like I mean, it takes me a minute to get up and like wake up. But once I'm awake, I'm pretty. I've got the energy to last the day. Yeah.
4: Like I a think good, that's like, uh, a good like marriage hack. Those whenever you're, if you have something you want to watch late night. Like, hey, let's just go cut on a movie. You know when they're gonna fall asleep. <laughs> you watch it, and like they'll keep looking over you to see if you're asleep, and like all you gotta do is go. And they are like, Are you tired? No, 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 I'm good, I'm good. But like, I'm not tired at all. But then that gives them the okay that they're gonna go to sleep. Sneak out. What is what is wrong with you? Huh? Well, obviously I'm not married anymore, Joe, so don't take my advice.
0: <clears throat> no, this is th- these are these are helpful mind games with kids. Like you you gotta you gotta flex the you gotta flex the third eye a little bit with them. I do that a lot with my oldest, where like we we bedtime is like we normally read some books, and then he asks, you know, hey, lay with me. I do a five-minute timer, and then he likes to turn the timer off on my watch, and then that's that. But most of the time he he falls asleep before the timer <coughs> goes off. But if he doesn't, and I kind of roll over and he's just staring at me. I'll start to pretend like I'm closing my eyes and falling asleep. And that just kind of triggers like, okay, it's time to go to sleep.
2: So yeah. we kind of learned on our first that, is that we would like rock him till he slept, then trying to put him down, which was not good. Cause you know, as soon as you put him down, they're, they're awake again. And you're just restarting that. And basically the second two we were just like, see ya. And they became much better sleepers.
0: Yeah, I mean the yeah the you the want to with your
2: first because you're like oh it's my first baby, yeah he's, the best. he's the best you know and all don't, that don't drop him and it and it backfires because they don't sleep as good until, unless you go through all the process uh-huh. that lasts yeah. an hour and then the thing is just listen to him like, cry
4: and like <laughs> not let them cry it out but like you don't want to you don't want to but like you have to like go through that
0: yeah so we did uh, sleep training with the first one which is essentially you put them down, you let them cry. If they're still crying after 15 minutes, you go in there, you sue them. You kind of hang in there for about five minutes. Now the book that we read is very them for how strict much? on like, huh? You sue them for how much?
4: <laughs> oh, know, soothe worked. them. Soothe them. Okay, oh, soothe. Jeez.
0: Yeah. We're not yeah. taking them to civil court. Um, yeah. But But it was always like you don't make eye contact with them. Like you go in there and you kind of like turn away and, you know, rub them on the back, whatever. And then that teaches them how to put themselves to sleep.
2: Yeah, and that's what we did with the, we didn't sleep train, but our third one, I mean, you can just walk in and be like, you good? And he's like, yeah. And then he just goes back to sleep. It was like our 1st he we'd be like,
1: oh, what's wrong with you?
4: <laughs> so, so you got to hope that like your routine is the same as when they go to their mom's house. Y'all don't deal with that whole, Never mind. keep going.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, like the first one, like once they learn, they put themselves asleep. And then like our second one, like, no, it's just you, you, you put her in there. She's good. Like maybe she kind of sits up and just kind of hangs out by herself and plays with some toys or like pretends like she's reading a book. But
2: uh, yeah, that's what our third does. Like I like, go like naps like he we uh will put him down at noon and he'll sleep till five, like straight through. But if you were to wake up, you would not know unless you went in at five and he's sitting there like, you know, crisscross applesauce, like, oh, hey, what's up?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the dream right there. Like, if your kid only napped for two hours, but they're in there for four. Yeah. And that you just didn't know. They're just in there chilling. Like, yeah, that's great. Um, Doing good stuff. Yeah, yeah, just just in there, just. Stewie just Griffin. Griffin oh, in, right.
2: And then. But, you know, I've got the good sleeper from noon to five, but then I've got my middle child who will wake up from a nap and walk out to the living room and just stare at you for five seconds. and You're like, what's up? And he'll say, I feel like a bomb just went off in my wiener. What's going on? I'm like, what? You got up for that? He's like, yeah, it was a bomb. Bomb went off in the wiener. What? Please explain this. And <laughs> I don't know if he was talking about, I, I, I mean, bone daddy during his nap or what, but yeah. <laughs> woke up, said, Hey, man, bomb went off. And I was like, Well, I guess you're up then. I was using that for different stuff. get like, back to sleep after that, but yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, bomb's about to go off. Just kidding. I'm on oh, too much man. medicine. You know exactly who I'm talking about, too.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a weird conversation you have to have with boys. Or like,
2: oh, yeah. like one,
0: one day I was taking the kids to school and I get my oldest out of the car seat and I'm going to get the younger one. And then I see my oldest, he's trying to take his pants off in the parking lot. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's just like, my penis, it's, 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 it's standing up. And I was like, just leave your pants on, like it's fine. Leave the pants on. It's tough. It's tough. Them, they all of a sudden
2: don't fit anymore. You just give him some nooks, Yeah. get him back just, situated. and You look other.
4: at him, you say, who is she? Point to her. Rub rub some dirt on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, all
0: right, a couple more things before we wrap up. Uh, again, this has been the XXL edition. We 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 had to talk WrestleMania, so the, uh, the docket's been a bit extended. I'm interested to talk about this one because I've recently discovered it, probably like three months ago, and I love it. What do you guys think about the sauna? And specifically, a sauna like post workout. Has anyone dabbled yeah. in this?
2: I've been in a sauna one time in my entire life, and it was okay. uncomfortable. I didn't. I did not. I've like been it. in <laughs> two. We one did the, the one device. in
4: Mexico. Yeah. Then we did one in Mexico,
2: which was yeah.
4: The, the one in Mexico was the that was the only one I think I've ever been in was the one in Mexico. But that's when they did like the, the hot and cold thing yeah Yeah. that was cool we did our so people
2: that like it love it though
4: Did our thruples massage
2: (laughs) massage. massage, uh, yeah
0: (laughs) so i i I didn't get into it until a couple months ago but they have one at the gym and i didn't really know what the benefits were but i started seeing more people doing it so i was like yeah i'll try it and exfoliation it it, i mean like sweat out the muscles muscles healing faster like it helps build up like you're recovering faster i don't know i think it just feels great
4: it feels great because like you're it's not like you're you have to be outside because you don't want to be and it's steaming hot outside so you're uncomfortable you know what you're going into in you know you can leave whenever you want i yeah i
0: i love it i think it it like almost is like a shock of like or like a shot not a shock a shot of like adrenaline like I, I do a, do a workout kicks my ass and then I go in there for 15 minutes and then I walk out and I'm like, Ooh, like I, I feel brand new. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, know, you can like buy them for like your house and
3: stuff now too. Can't you They make
0: like kind of yeah. like
3: relatively oh, yeah. like small ones that you can just like plug up in your garage. Yeah.
2: I think you can even like most people can like modify their shower to do it.
3: Mm. That's wild. <sniffs> Yeah, the sauna was cool. Your, yeah, you remember I, the steam
0: room? I like the steam room. The steam room did. was great.
3: That was good. I like that.
0: Now, like, this thing will get cooking, like, this week especially. I don't know what it is. I mean, they have, like, the rocks in there where you pour the water on it so it gets a little hotter. I mean, it's cooking about 220, 240 Fahrenheit.
3: Well, that's like, they've got this place down here. It's a national chain, but it's called, like, Hot like hot box or something and you get into like a sauna and you do like a workout oh hot works hot works that's it
2: yeah oh uh, yeah, my like, holy me. They,
4: they can have a clean yeah. steamer <laughs> a dutch oven some may call she I kind of
3: want to try just to see like what it does I'm just afraid it'll die
2: that, again that's one of those things that people that do it love it <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I think it feels good. I mean, it's like 15 minutes. So, like, it's not long. Power through, you get a good sweat going. It Do you take feels your phone good. In there? Sometimes, but like recently, like I said, it's been really hot. And so, so when you get done, are you hopping into in in like was, a
2: cold shower? If it was phone safe.
0: Yeah. So, if it's over 200, I don't take the phone in there.
2: See, yeah, I hate just... I hate being hot. Like that's like the bane of my existence is being hot. Like I it's... literally have a desktop fan that stays on all day.
0: Yeah, it's just so like a mental to thing. Me
2: is just what are, what? are we doing here?
0: You just got to get in there and just like power through. Um, what'd you ask, Joe?
2: Do you like get
0: out of it and like
3: take a cold shower right away or anything? Or
0: no, something mean like I'm I'm getting out. I'm you know. I got a towel. So I'm cleaning off the sweat and then I get in the car and drive home. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. I, I don't do the cold showers much. I don't before, like before I stopped cutting grass. Um, yeah. Cause when the, the lawnmower bit the dust, it was going to be too much. I was gonna have to get a new lawnmower and we had a, a service that was coming through to help us out. And so I lucky enough to where we can afford to just like, Hey, you guys can just keep doing it. Um, yeah. after yeah. a shower, like after cutting the grass in like July or August, I'm doing a cold shower That cold. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, you know, like it sucks to cut the grass in the South. Um, Correct. but yeah, I've, I've done cold tubs before. Like I've done cold salt baths when I was training for a marathon and that's the first like minute and a half of that sucks. That's becoming like a thing now, right? Like I
3: see like more people like, oh, they sell like legit cold tubs. You can just Yeah, they're like it's becoming like a thing on like TikTok and stuff. So JT takes a cold shower every morning. Like we were that's in
0: That's just that's it's just
2: crazy. insane. And no, was, that's he like it, yeah, that said it Wolverine up. bullshit. We,
4: <laughs> no, we went to uh, we were in San Diego for the golf tournament what last year. And it was in yep. January and like the Airbnb we had uh had a pool in the backyard, in ground obviously. And we'd get up in the morning and like the first thing he would do would just go swim in this cold ass pool. And we'd get up like, what the fuck are you doing? I different. typically don't use a lot of hot
3: water in a shower. Like I'll like, kind of like turn it maybe a quarter or something, but I won't use it. I always, I always
4: ease mine down just get hotter. I guess I get used to it. Ease it down.
2: Yeah. I'm not going full of Dracarys, but it's, it's warm. <laughs> Cause I just don't like, I don't like stepping
3: out of the shower into steam. I hate that for some reason.
1: I don't know why. I just hate that.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. I typically will always go hot. Um, But yeah, every now and then you got to do a cold shower. Um, All right. Let's close up the podcast here. Let's do a little bonus draft. A little bonus draft action. We'll make it quick.
2: Adult cartoons. I didn't know what you were going to say. Adult. Ooh. I thought you were going a wrestler draft. <laughs> I thought you were going to get a wrestler draft since it was the WrestleMania podcast. It's not a bad one. Either. Adult oh. cartoons. Let's
0: push adult I've got, cartoons. I've got, I've got mine fully locked and loaded, ready to go. Okay. All right.
2: Let's let, let's do wrestler draft let's, then. Let's let's push adult cartoons. I, was, I didn't mean to divert. No, no, no. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. You, you're a good call. Wrestling WrestleMania week. We we got to do it. Um. All right. Yes. Same order. Um. So York, kick it off. Easy.
4: Big sexy Kevin Nash. Ooh. <laughs> uh, VFL. DFL. <well, laughs> yes. Favorite favorite me- moment of all time. Um ninety eight. I mean, is that when he beat Goldberg? Beat Goldberg. He, he beat Goldberg, but like Scott Hall, the whole Taser situation. Him. Yeah. Ninety nine victories. It was very controversial.
0: Uh, we had so much Dude, that's, Pizza. It's a great Pepsi. It's a great Great dad pull here, York, because I, when I was telling my oldest how to get out of the tub, because one time he tried to get out, and racked, go. oh, and he chopper. he yeah he racked himself on the edge. And I was like, you got to get out like, like Kevin Nash, you got a big leg over the top rope.
4: So he had the whole, he had the whole, the pants with like the, 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 they were like, the, what do you call it? They were like chaps. Yeah. The chaps. Yeah. Like they had yeah. the, the other the fringe on the side. Yeah. The tassels. He, Bobby, he I feel like he was, when
0: he became big sexy that was like Pete Kevin Nash oh yeah
4: yeah.
2: yeah. Wolfpack I was gonna peel. say his cool appeal. it was already cool when he was the outsiders at the original NWO but when he became like the leader of the Wolfpack that was when he that was when he oh was the Wolfpack was the coolest I had that black shirt with all the wolves it's funny. Oh.
4: I think I remember yeah. you having that shirt <laughs> I remember every week I was like, Sting's going to join this I remember
2: game. buying an NWO Wolfpack from a kiosk in a mall in Birmingham. And my grandmother had been like, hey, here's 30 bucks. You can buy whatever you want to buy. And I bought a Wolfpack shirt. And she was just like, yeah, really? <laughs> the whole mall is your oyster. And you got this from the kiosk. Uh-huh. And it wasn't even like the wrestler. It was all the members of the Wolfpack. But it wasn't even like them wearing Wolfpack stuff. You could tell it was like old stock images. That yeah, they they're just
4: putting in like red on <laughs> cropping.
2: It was like Luger when he still wore the tassels, but they made them red. Made them red. Yeah. That when he was in the wolf pack. All
0: right, Joe, what you got? <laughs> so what, so
3: what is the category again? Is it, is it like just childhood that you they're remember just, of like all, or like all
1: time?
0: I mean, oh, just you can do all time,
2: whatever you, I just said your, your favorite, your best, whatever.
3: I'll say, and just because I remember, because I think it was the first, like, pay-per-view that I saw. I don't know what it was on, but I think it was probably, like, 97 or 98. But I remember, like, it might have been the first, like, Inferno match. Nice. And for some reason, like, I really liked Kane. Like, I don't know why. But, like, that dude was just badass. And I was like, hell yeah, man. This guy's awesome.
2: That's that I remember his first theme music, and it was legitimately kind of scary. It
3: was terrifying. Yeah, like, it was awesome, dude. Like, that guy, holy shit.
2: They had shit. the organs going, and then the flames exploded, and he walked out all Michael all Michael Myers. Kane was and that was scary back in the day.
3: And now what? He's the mayor in Knox County? I'm saying say we have so many
2: Knoxville ties. He, already, yeah. he wore a mask for 20 years, and now he hates when people wear a mask. <laughs> 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 Cannot stand him.
1: Cannot stand a mask,
2: but he wore one for 20 years. little bit he of a one. hypocrite, but... Who's
1: counting?
2: Oh, <laughs> shit.
0: That's an all timer. York, you can go ahead and cut that clip. <laughs> Put that one on TikTok. Jeez.
2: Yeah, friend of the pod. Uh, I'm going to get slammed because of that.
0: <laughs> friend of the pod, uh, uh, Dr. Dick, former resident of uh, of Knoxville. And uh, he talked about old Kane being
4: the.
2: Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> Man.
4: When, I think of, when I think of Kane All I can picture is Paul bear going K-K-K.
2: The first time he ever showed up Vince McMahon just screaming over and over That's gotta be Kane Like if you didn't know that was Kane At that point I don't know what to do for Dude you.
0: When, when he would come out And all the flames On the turnbuncles And Jim Ross every time Would just go
2: oh god <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if y'all ever went to, like, a WWE event live back in the day. Luckily, I was able to go to quite a bit in that Attitude Era. And when those flames popped, it was loud, like, very loud. Oh, it
4: was hot as shit. Mm -hmm. It's like in the form. Even if you're sitting up top, if I can remember
2: back then. Oh, you got lowers, bro? (laughs) Back then, it was a pyramid.
4: Yeah. Like, even when the flames would come, come up before the game, like, you can feel them, like, instantly. Oh, yeah. Weird.
2: That was that was me and Lane. Um, there would be smoke in the in the first five minutes of the match because it just couldn't clear out back then. Yeah, no.
0: me and Lane splurged for for lowers back in the day for a Clippers playoff game, and we were like right behind the goal, and dude, when that shit goes off, like ooh, ooh singe some eyebrows.
2: All right, Matt, who you going with? Um, probably no surprise here, but Bret Hart, man, <laughs> Bret Hart. Bret Hart is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. He was my hero back in the day. Like Obviously, before I realized what wrestling was, like I legitimately thought he was the baddest man on the planet. Um, he was kind of coming in after the whole Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, just absolutely just choose my words here, big dudes and uh he came in and like could actually wrestle and like all of his matches had some kind of storyline and you know early to mid 90s there there wasn't anyone better than uh Bret Hart that was
4: what like Bret Hart's like story behind the scenes story was one of the most entertaining ones that I've ever listened to like yeah. going to the deep dives of like YouTube and get Yeah to Cam, deep dives. his whole
2: family I mean this family is basically they're like the Kennedys of of wrestling like yeah. Been in wrestling since like the '40s. It, their dad was like he, he he ran the biggest promotion in Canada. Vince McMahon bought him out, and part of the deal was Brett coming to WWF and took him. You know, almost ten years to finally break through and be a top guy. And um, he's probably not the most. You know, the way wrestling is, you you judge their success based off of who brought the money in, all the pay per view buys and stuff. And at that point in time. Wasn't bringing in the same amount of money as like a Hogan and those kind of guys. But, you know, he's, he is like your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Like, yeah, yeah. any of these guys that get interviewed now and they get asked who was their favorite wrestler growing up is Bret Hart. It's either Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels.
4: His his beef was with uh, Triple H once Triple H started getting a lot of say and do it right.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, so like back in the day, this is super dorky. Back in the day, like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. They were called The Click, and they basically tried to run backstage politics. And mm-hmm. Bret Hart was an old stalwart, and, like, him and Undertaker and a couple of – maybe, like, Mick Foley. They would not let him break through, and finally those guys did, and they kind of ran him out yeah. of uh, WWE. There was some financial stuff going on, too. I was the- thing with Goldberg,
4: too, because Goldberg comes in, and then Kevin Nash, I remember watching interviews, he was like – He was the main you, maker. Yeah, he was like,
2: fuck you, Bill. They gave Kevin like, Nash – they gave Kevin Nash booking duties in WCW. The first thing he did was I'm beating Goldberg. It's <laughs> like, yep. okay. Remember Eric? Bischoff? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Red, Hart, <laughs> Red Hart for me was, was the man.
0: All right. Uh, I, I thought he'd be off the board by now, but I got to go stone cold, Steve Austin.
2: But yeah. I mean, most legitimate, like I, I was telling my brothers the other day, sorry, I'm not mean to dominate, but, he might be the most believable wrestler of all time like Hulk Hogan was huge Ultimate Warrior is huge I mean Ric Flair to his credit you know top three wrestler of all time but like you don't look at Ric Flair and just think that guy's gonna kick my ass like Stone Cold could walk in a room right now and be like oh shit
4: yeah, like like he's going to beat my ass. Like he's he's, he's yeah. like not a wrestler. He's gonna come in there and just beat the fuck
2: out of you. Like he I is the most believable no wrestler that has ever yeah. maybe come through, other than a couple of the other guys. I mean, guys like Ken Shamrock who literally could kill you. But like yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold is the most believable. Like when he came in and acted tough, you're like, yeah, he's not faking it. Like he's tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, you what? you had. Uh, y- y- <laughs> to the credit of like being tough you you recently had the video that surfaced of him uh gassing up his his Ford Focus that went viral yeah. um which was him recording himself um but like yeah honestly like you, you know you've got your heels and then you've got your faces
4: i mean he was kind of both yeah like, was, was, he, ever, was, was well, he wasn't a heel but he was a fan in fact no one ever was now, like he, oh.
2: he started he started off as a heel yeah. and his match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, they flipped it. It was like, it was a double heel turn. Bret Hart became a heel because he was not as popular anymore. He was kind of basically phasing out and everybody was already kind of cheering Austin and they made it official. And he was like the fan favorite after that. And yeah, yeah. He's always been like the anti-hero. Like I'm never going to be like fully good, but like they tried to turn him heel. I think after WrestleMania 17, and like fully like made him heal, changed his music. He acted like a jerk, and he still got the biggest cheer of the night. Like you just yeah, you, you, you couldn't make him unpopular. He wasted yeah, I mean, so many beers. <laughs> I actually caught one of his beers at the, really? uh, oh, at the pyramid. It was Miller Light. It was uh kind of crushed. What? Yeah, it, yeah, it's still in my dad's office. No way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I was like Shit. I was like fourteen, and he was like, "Don't tell your mom." We brought it home. No, it's
0: <laughs> incredible. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, like he he had this just like innate ability to be hated but loved at the same time. I mean, he had everything. The look. I mean, in the ring could still move. He had that hard hitting style, um, but still could be technical and could make matches. That's the know, thing. The- if you
2: ever go back and watch Stone Cold matches, like. It kind of changed in, like, the mid-2000s. You had guys like Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle and those guys that could actually wrestle for 60 minutes. They kind of changed it a little bit. But if you go back and watch most of Stone Cold's matches, half the matches aren't even in the ring. It's just them walking around the stadium just beating the hell out of each yeah, other. He wasn't wrestling. He sure. just just beating it. I mean, and they do it for 30 minutes, and everybody would eat it up.
0: I mean, just the look, the mic skills, the marketability. I mean, he and was he had- just...
2: He had like two things going for him. He, he had his biggest feud back in the day was with Vince McMahon. And they there's oh, been yeah. tons of documentaries talking about it. And, you know, people talking about wrestling. He doesn't want to beat their boss's ass? Yep. So yeah. You, you've got to. <laughs> to and then, I mean, I I would not identify as this, but most wrestling fans are, you know, a little rough around the edges and a little redneck. And he was the redneck. He spoke to that, yeah. He yeah. was. and So you got He's two things going just- for him. And not only that, he was cool. I mean, so oh, yeah. how, how can you lose? Yeah,
0: he's the beer-swilling redneck that hated his boss, and he, he called
2: himself the Bionic Redneck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah the the face of the Attitude Era. Um, uh, yeah, he. I mean, he's fun. Like he 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 did everything perfectly. Like even when he got to where he was starting to get phased out and was old still got the biggest pop when that, when that glass would shatter. I mean, just on an all about to say, you have
2: two
4: options for an intro
2: song. He is, he is one of those guys, like if you make those conversations, like who are the three people you would want to have a beer with? He's on my list every time. Yeah. Cause not only is he cool, but I mean, he likes to drink beer and he would, you know, tell you all the, he'd have more stories than anybody possibly talked to.
0: Who are the, the theme music you're talking about? York, Stone Cold, or who?
4: It's got to be set up a glass breaking or a wolf.
0: <laughs> See, what? Well, 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 I'll table it. Like we might,
4: okay. we might get to it.
0: Um,
2: I'm not going to include all him on right. in my three, but Triple H's entrance is incredible with the with the water spit. Yeah. So insane. Goldberg's is
1: too. With the sparks. Oh.
0: And he, and he would he would always blow the smoke out of his nose. He would breathe
2: it in through his nose and blow it out of his mouth. It was awesome.
0: He was
1: fucking cool. <laughs> All right, York. Who you got? Um, DDP
2: old DDP old, DDP. Well, ding dong pull. <laughs> <laughs> DDP yoga.
0: You're yeah. all about you're yeah. all about the uh, the dudes I, I, with the bedazzled I, pants. I, AWC, that's
1: what
2: I was wrestling in 2001. I loved
4: I loved WCW. That's when I was like peak, but Kevin Nash with the Wolfpack.
2: Dude, like, Nitro was the shit. Oh yeah, uh, dude. I remember back in the day. So Nitro you could watch because it was like like TDPG at the time, and and Raw was bad, and like you you'd have the flip button ready, like if you heard the. Coming up the stairs, flip it to nitro as soon as they go back downstairs. Ball. <laughs> then you got WCW Thunder on Thursdays. Oh, and they legitimately kept the arena dark while like lightning went off. Yeah, you remember, um, the best wrestling video game of all time
4: was WCW versus Gosh. NWO. Oh, absolutely, yeah. oh. you could, like customize the people. But it was weird though, they had they had uh Goldberg, Kevin Nash, and um, Raven,
2: Raven, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Raven on they the had, cover. They had all the the heads of the 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 four stables at the time. You had Nash, Wolfpack, Hogan with nwo. You had um it was on, I think it was DDP on the cover. He was the WCW guy and then Raven for the Flock.
1: No.
0: Is this the Oh, WCW, NWO, Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I can, oh, I can was, picture the
4: cartridge right now on N64. It
2: was yeah. Hogan. I actually still have it, yeah.
0: Hogan, Kevin Nash, Raven, and Goldberg.
4: Goldberg, yes, it was. Yeah. I knew it wasn't DDP. Goldberg. Yeah, I, left, I left out on uh, Hogan.
0: And then they did WCW, NWO, World Tour,
4: which that was, was the first Show in Hogan. That was the first the, one. Thunder was Thunder was the first
2: one that you could do, uh, go backstage. Yeah yeah you'd fight in like the like a pool hall or like the backstage of the arena on
0: WCW w c w n w revenge you could get stuff out from under the ring yeah mm-hmm. yeah you, go
4: you, don't know, you don't know you don't know what you're gonna get you're like, oh i got a ladder you're dead <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you yeah, you, they, you, would, you would get a table, and you'd set it up, and then you'd tell the guy you're
4: playing, wait, 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 goes, wait, me, I'm going to – just one second. a second. <laughs> let me, let me set it
2: up. Let me set it up. Let me set the up. crowd would do you if you started using weapons. That was a healing move. <laughs>
4: the worst part about that game, so Goldberg was on there, so me and Wesley would play, and I'd get Kevin Ash, he'd get Goldberg, and he would just <laughs> sit on one end of the ring. I'd get up, he'd spear me, spear, sit yeah. on one of the green. spear, <laughs> spear, spear, and I'm just madder than shit.
0: Oh. Uh. All right, that blog button, (laughs) Joe. Joe, who you got?
3: Uh, I would say kind of, I feel back, so I'm kind of focusing on a certain era, but it was when I really watched it, I guess. Um, I think any and everything in any iteration that Mick Foley did, he sold it and he sold it well, and he was awesome for doing it that
2: way. Yeah, he's beloved.
3: Yeah, I mean, that dude was just – I mean, any and everything he did, like, I felt like that dude – I mean, he would have died in the ring if they asked him to. Like, 100%. that dude killed it every time.
2: A rock he, and sock connection. He literally lost his ear at, like, a house show. Like, they said – he came back and he was, like, holding his ear and Ric Flair was like, dude, this is, like, a Tuesday in Des Moines. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it wasn't in Des Moines, but it was – he was – dude, you got you. – we're not even on TV. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mick Foley That's, was man. Mick Foley has the best, the biggest, and best pop in wrestling history. The night he beat The Rock for the championship it was the biggest pop ever. Mm-hmm. Oh shit!
0: A post three count pop. Yep.
2: Same exploded. Are... All right, Matt. Who you going with next? Oh, this may be unpopular. Just well, I don't. Maybe not. Just because of who he is now in He's not so much wrestling anymore, but uh, I got to go with The Rock. God. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Back yeah. in the day, when you go to school on Tuesday and you talk about Raw, majority of people were stone cold guys, and I was a Rock guy. I, anytime this two went up, I cheered for The Rock. I mean, was, he, he was the perfect like, villain. If he, if he was a heel, he was good because yeah. he, could, he could run down anybody. And then when he was a babyface, all the stuff he said, everybody laughed at. And he was pretty limited in the ring, I would say. But, like, again, back in the day, there weren't a lot of technical guys. I mean, they were just punching and kicking each other. And he had all the big moves. Yeah. He had the people's elbow. He had all the quotes. I mean, he's he probably has the, the most sayings and quotes of anybody. Um, but, yeah, I got go to go The Rock. The Brahma Bull. God, <laughs> ah, that was going to be my next one.
0: <laughs> um. All right, Matt, you'll probably like this one. I'm going to go d- d- deep into the archives at this point, but we were still, you know, we grew up in this era. I'm going to go Rowdy Roddy Piper.
2: I was just I talking mean, about him earlier today.
0: I mean, just one of the one of the perfect heels. Um, you know, you just mentioned Babyface with Rock. I mean, when when Piper was a babyface Intercontinental Champion, like, he had one of the better runs. Uh, marketability was fantastic. Great on the mic. I mean, probably one of the better voices
2: in wrestling. Uh, one Top five on the mic, for sure. Like, had that raspy, like... Couldn't wrestle for shit. <laughs> but, all, he, all he did was <laughs> kick and rake people's eyes, and he could sit yeah. there for 20 minutes and pull it off.
0: But, man, like, he, you know... Um, you know, he had that one thing that uh, he would always say, like... He would always get at Hulk Hogan, where he was like, "The only the only reason people like you is because they hate you so much." <laughs> and like, you know, everybody loved Hulk Hogan back then, so like, he was just like a great heel.
2: He legitimately um, did not like Hulk Hogan either. He wouldn't. Uh, he refused to let Hulk Hogan pin him backstage. I he mean, would not let Hulk Hogan pin him.
1: Sure. <laughs> but
0: yeah, tons of great promos. Uh, him and Ho- Hogan's feud was great, and I mean, you know, you had the kilts, you had the bagpipes. He was I mean, the same just, way.
2: He was a bad guy, and everybody cheered him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I loved him, and I mean, like, longevity, though, like, he wrestled for a while.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he left to go try and do movies, and it, it of course, you know, back then, wrestlers were not yeah. marketable as actors, and he came back and had another good run. Um, yeah, I was talking with somebody earlier today about many matches, and um, his match versus Bret Hart at eight is incredible. Like, if you don't know the backstory, nobody ever beat Roddy Piper clean. Like if you beat Roddy Piper's cause he disqualified himself or something like that. And um, he was friends with the Hart family growing up and he knew that Vince McMahon was trying to make Brett a legitimate like guy. And uh, he let Brett pin him at, uh, at eight and he didn't even let Hogan pin him. And the whole thing was cool. Like midway through the match, he like tries to revert back to being a bad guy. He's got like the ring bell. He's about to hit Brett in the head and, at the last second he kind of throws it aside tries to put the sleeper hold on Brett Brett reverses it beats him and uh, let him beat him clean and uh, he won the Intercontinental Championship because of that
1: All right.
0: last round here York who are you going with with your third and final pick
4: Uh, obviously gold um, Macho Man Randy Savage Savage. that was yeah I wanted to go shiny and go gold dust but fuck that um macho man Randy Savage with yeah, Miss Elizabeth.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was always a savage guy. When it was Savage and, and Hogan, I was always a savage guy. He's so awesome. But he always had heart attack just written all over his face.
0: Voted the greatest Intercontinental champion of all time.
2: Yep. His match with Steamboat, best Intercontinental match ever of all time. Maybe possibly top three wrestling match ever.
0: You know, a lot of people. Say he was like
2: the rock before the rock. Yeah, he had just as many sayings and had the cool on the mic, all the cool gear. Yeah, great pick, Joe. Great great finishing move. Ooh, I would say just
3: because he was to me at the time, he was just cool as shit. Was Triple
2: H? It was just cool. Like I mean, he, he was like Triple H is cool as shit I don't care what accent. says yeah I mean it's just like when you're <laughs> like man, he's there like he's just cool as shit like I mean if he can't beat you doing. he's he's going to get a sledgehammer and knocking you out <laughs> he's got the coolest ring entrance other than The Undertaker ever I mean it's just yeah. it's just simple sometimes yeah I mean Triple H is the man are you ready to play the game <laughs> one of the best theme songs ever that's great hot. great great hair Right here, good finishing move. The pedigree, nobody ever did that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Was the leader My of DX? DX, <laughs> yeah. man, one of the more underrated groups. I don't think they get enough credit. There've been some good groups, but man, DX was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, back in the day, it was DX or NWO. You either Road one Dog,
0: other- X Pac, China.
2: Michaels for the first couple of years. Yeah. All right.
0: Final pick here, Matt. I feel like I know who you're going with, but you you might throw me a curveball. I know who you're going with.
2: I think I might throw you a curveball. Again, we were talking about how, like, back in the Attitude Era, it was just, like, just punching and kicking, hitting people with chairs. It was all kind of just the storyline, so proper stuff. And this guy came in and kind of changed it – Made it like you had a respectable portion of wrestling where you could actually wrestle and you know kick, have a forty minute match that didn't seem like it was forty. And not yeah. only that it was he was good on the mic and he was could be funny when he wanted to. But uh, Kurt Angle, I'm yeah. a huge Kurt Angle fan. I love him. Uh, he's awesome. He could either be funny and you know be the goofy guy or at the Olympic tra- gold, medal- gold medalist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who also trained at Foxcatcher. Um, yep. Yeah. Just a little tie back. But yeah, he, um, or he could be just absolute savage. And he had that legitimate, like, this guy could literally beat it, beat up anybody. And uh, yeah, big Kurt Angle guy. I saw him at the Atlanta airport the first time I was ever in Atlanta.
4: And he was, I mean, he was all a five, six, but just yoked. <laughs> and it looked like he could barely move. Yeah. His shoulders like his, shoulders, like, his shoulders break like, shithouse.
2: He broke his He's neck. So- hey. Yeah, he, he broke his neck before the Olympics, and he was getting like shots in his neck just so he'd go numb, and then he would. And then he won a gold medal. <laughs> yeah, he's <The, the> <laughs> insane.
0: Game. All right, I'm gonna close it up here with a bang. I am going with Sting. Yeah,
2: good one, Yeah, that's always a good one. Everybody, everybody loves Sting.
0: I mean, long career. WCW, um, you know, big time player in TNA, uh, you know, had the like pre pre sting, you know, career. And then he had the I mean, he really hit his stride with the face paint and the coming out of the rafters. Uh, I mean, in the ring was really good. Had the eerie promo stuff on the mic. Fans loved him super marketable because he was kind of a, you know, instantly a villain. And I mean, the black baseball bat. Yeah. I mean, had the trench coat, like, or I guess it was a trench he coat was like or a duster the
2: guy. He was like WCW's like defense against the NWO. Yeah. I mean, like he, no, he wasn't. like he, um, all <laughs> the red face paint was so badass. Oh uh, yeah. And then he started like loosening it up a little bit. I actually, he, story. Uh, so the Wednesday night before that uh, he joined the Wolfpack live on Nitro, they practiced it in Memphis. So I saw him join the Wolfpack like four days or five days oh, before shit. he joined. And, yeah, it was at the Mid-South Coliseum. He wrestled Bret Hart. And in the middle of him wrestling Bret Hart, the NWO comes out and starts uh, trying to beat up Sting and the Wolfpack. Nash, Conan, and Luger came out and saved him. And uh, they offered him the Wolfpack shirt he joined that night. They, like, did a run-through. And then they did the same exact thing on, uh, on Nitro on, on the next Monday. It was a little oh, different because he started off putting on the NWO shirt and then he ripped it off and put on the Wolfpack shirt. But, yeah, they practiced it in Memphis the week before. and then, uh, So, like, we all knew he was joining.
0: Dang. Wow. Well, I don't want straight Close, to Vegas. Closing <laughs> it up with inside <laughs> baseball. Yeah, it was cool. I love it. All right, Dude. Episode 11 jam packed. What a marathon, uh, dude. I mean, come on the heel deal. Rad dad podcast crossover. Couldn't have gone any
4: better. Um, it could have. Let's go back to the beginning.
2: Let's go back to Tom Hanks stuck in the airport.
4: (laughs) to captain O'Hare.
0: Shout out to, uh, to Lane for joining earlier. Um,
2: I didn't realize yeah, he was big, on vacation. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, he called
0: me he called me earlier and was like, I don't think I can do it. And I was like, I'll send you the link. Just just do it if you can. So he he wanted to be here, so I'm glad we got some time with old um talking WrestleMania 39 this weekend, April 1st and 2nd in Hollywood. It's going to be a doozy. Um Matt, appreciate you coming on. This was uh Thanks was for a good having time. me.
2: Appreciate it. We'll yeah, have, we'll awesome have you. Man. We'll have
0: you back. We'll 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 do some more dad stuff. We'll we'll have you back for some more wrestling. We got SummerSlam later this year, um, but yeah. So, uh, what a time! for hey, uh, next next
4: time, what we ought to do is just kind of send a Zoom link to not the real M. Howie Five. See if he joins. <laughs> See if that coward shows <laughs> up. I can't believe I didn't uh, say anything
2: back to y'all. He's a jerk.
0: I know. <laughs> York, you got to keep texting him. I will. Like, hey man, let's miss you, dog. Hey, do you see the podcast? <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Hey, you interested um, in a
2: draft?
4: <laughs> <laughs> we did two last week.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's gonna do it. Episode eleven. This was fun for Matt, for Lane, for York, for Joe. I'm Zach. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, again, shout out to of Ultra sponsoring the show. And uh, before we before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout out to uh, a good buddy. Check out Two Buck Sports Podcasts. They uh, they've been they, they've had a good run, um, been going for a while now. Uh, talk a lot of sports. They got a good thing over there. Go check them out. Talk uh, it's heavy sports, but it's good stuff. NBA Opening Day was today as we record this on Thursday night. They're going to talk a lot of baseball. Go Braves! Heavy college sports as well. So give give them a give them a Give me a follow. Give me a subscribe. Two bucks sports podcast. Um, but again, for the fellows over there, I'm Zach. Thanks again, Rad Dad Podcast. We'll be back next week. Until then, we out. <laughs>